Hello, and welcome to Keep Digging, a Survivor Comedy Rewatch podcast. I'm Marlena. And I'm Megan. And we remembered to introduce ourselves this time. I know. I was thinking about that in the shower the other day. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We say it in the, the notes. I, so. And I was also thinking that. I was like, thank goodness. Yeah, and right. also, who's just tuning into episode, like, whatever it was, 13, randomly into our podcast? Hopefully not. I mean, anybody. the numbers... <laughs> Of our listens are kind of weird. <laughs> I haven't checked. I'm too scared. Oh, I'm talking about like the last time I looked, which was so long yeah, ago. Yeah, I, like, I haven't looked in a while. I'm going to wait until we build up some more episodes yeah, and then it's all check good. it out again. It's all good. All right. Um, But yeah, we are finally going to be done with Pearl Island. I know. It feels like we've been doing this forever. I mean, it's been more than what 14 weeks now but like yeah have we lost a month yeah (laughs) forever yeah it's like an entire quarter at school or something (laughs) yeah whatever it was semester but it was more like we did ours in fours so it's like a quarter yeah a year quarter whatever (laughs) it was 20 weeks this is about 20 weeks it took us to do this oh god yeah yeah but here we are Um, okay, so today we're doing, yeah, the finale, episode 14 of Pearl Islands, Flames and Endurance, and this mm-hmm. aired December 14th, 2003, which we're like a month away from that, yeah. less than a month away from that, 2023. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe how quickly November has gone, but we... <laughs> and I'm like, getting excited for Christmas, but that's gonna go fast too. Oh my gosh, I know, that's why I try to, like, spread holidays out, so like, September, right. October... Halloween, I guess, do all the Halloween (laughs) fall stuff, and then November, December might have to just be Christmas slash family time. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Well, it depends on how early Thanksgiving is, but once Thanksgiving's over, it is Christmas. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But. Are you ready to start talking about the episode? Yes. I am. Okay, so... Day 37. Oh, um, I did have a couple things to say about the recap at the beginning. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, I feel like I, it wasn't this um, blatant, but like I saw a lot of blurred flashes of Trisha's ass and then <laughs> I don't remember seeing. And I, was I guess like, I wasn't paying enough attention to it because I was just like, we've seen this already. Yeah. I, well, like my first watch where I watched it, I was like, <laughs> Trish. Um, I, I felt like they called out Johnny Fairplay's Stupid grandma lie a lot, which, uh, um, and then I put that makes it very clear how much of a hand Johnny Fairplay had in so many people going home. It's true. Yeah. And then I was going into it. Yeah. Will too, though. (sighs) Goodness gracious. We'll get into later. Yeah. Yeah. I I have feelings and opinions (laughs) and... Yeah. Sorry, Lil, in advance. It's no offense to you. (laughs) All right, so yeah, we the episode after the recap starts on night thirty seven, I guess it is. And they're oh no, it is day thirty seven. Yeah, because they're waking yeah. up. they're waking up with the mimosas. Up. Yep, Jeff is approaching on a boat on the sun horizon. Sunrise horizon is what I wrote. Oh, so it's so pretty. It was. <laughs> they get so many beautiful shots. I know, so good. I love it. Um, yeah, and Jeff arrives with a tray of cinnamon buns and mimosas, and he says. John and three women in bed. Another first. <laughs> yeah, and then 
I thought it was really funny the first time I heard it, and then the second time I heard it, I heard John's remark, and I was like, shut <laughs> up, John! Yeah, he says, actually, not really. I'm and then he did up. his, like, Beavis and Butthead laugh. I hate him. He's so annoying. <laughs> um, I do bring up that Lil is so excited she hugs Jeff. Like, she doesn't care about, even if you're the host of Survivor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lil crosses some of Jeff's boundaries. <laughs> Does he have, like, boundaries that he explicitly says? No. No, I mean, he hugs contestants all the time. I okay. just feel like she really just, just went in for it. She did. <laughs> I always, I feel like ever since we really started talking about Lil kissing people, I just, I always bring it up when I yeah. see it. I'm like, I wonder, it, I wonder if she did and they just don't, like, Jeff didn't want to air it. I don't know, but I'm, I feel like if she did, he would have been really mad. <laughs> and he'd be like, damn it, Lil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, this is about Lil. When she says, I love that man. I wonder if he'd like to join a troop. <laughs> yeah. That's after he announces that he has another thing. Um, and then he goes off. Uh, yeah. I love that man. I just wrote the same thing. <laughs> oh, and when he brings out the letters. Like, she's already losing it before oh, they yeah. know for sure that it's the letters. Yeah, she knows it's the letters. Oh, wait. I did write, Lil hugs and kisses Jeff. And I put in parentheses, damn it, Lil. <laughs> to join a troop. Oh, that's right. He, he does, does say maybe. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, I just ugly really forgot. The oh. ugly cry, though. The ugly cry at Tribal is even better, though. It's just, it's so much. It's just so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, Dara. Talking head to Dara! <laughs> Yay! I said Dara, as usual, coming in clutch with the content. <laughs> Tells us that Jeff brought home or brought back four envelopes, and she's like in tears when she's saying this. Jeff brought back four envelopes, and they had our letters in them from home. So we all just sat down and started reading our letters. <laughs> that is what she said. That's what she contributed to the episode. Hey, no, she brought something up that I related to so hard because she is she was worried about her dog oh, being yeah. okay. I mean, that part was, and weird. that's a hundred percent something that I'd be worried about. I'd be like, well, any note of Ollie? How's Ollie? <laughs> My uh, my beloved cat. Not Jessie, though? You don't care about Jessie? I love Jessie so much, but Ollie and I trauma bonded. It's different. It's different. Please don't chill, Jessie. <laughs> well, don't listen to this podcast around her. Okay, I will. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Lil cannot keep it together. No, she can't. I did feel like during Dara's like little talking head... I did feel like she was vulnerable, so you got to just see, like, her being, like, a real person, yeah. and I thought that was nice. I was probably just pretty emotional when I was watching this, because I was just, like, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Lil is so damn emotional. <laughs> and Fairplay can't stand it, and it's oh, really funny. so over it. He hates it. Yep, and he's totally going to use it against her. Oh, I know, when he's, like, talking about, like, that's been her MO since the beginning, and when we get when we get to it later, like, I just, I just, I'm, I have a hard time thinking uh, against Johnny Fairplay and some of this. I feel like Lil is just, okay, I'm sorry, no, no, no. No, I, I, uh, I agree with you. I just, it's uh, annoying. It, uh, like, I get it, she's probably going through menopause, though, so, like, she's just extra hormonal, and... Yeah. I understand. She misses her kids. Yeah. But I did find it funny when she she 
is reading your letter, and she's reading the quote by Pete Rose. <laughs> and she goes, that's Pete Rose. And she goes, that's my son. <laughs> like, your son's not Pete Rose. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> Honestly, I may have been like, <laughs> wait, hey, what's your son's name? <laughs> no, her son's name's like Clayton or something. <laughs> Pete Rose is like a, a baseball player. And I guess, I can't remember what the the rest of that quote is, like, kind of offensive, I guess. Like, Pete Rose is, like, not a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, the quote is, like, um, somebody has to lose and I'd rather it be the other person or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the rest of the quote is, but it's a, I'm pretty sure it's, like, kind of offensive. <laughs> I'm just, like, not surprised. Okay, so, like, just where they're from. Like, it's nothing. Ag- oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know where she's from. She's the Cincinnati yeah. workhorse. <laughs> yeah, gross. I hate Ohio. <laughs> I don't think anyone likes Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My grandpa is from, like, was born in Ohio or something. And uh-huh. He was a big Ohio State fan. And I swear it's just to, like, make people mad. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Uh, he always like has it like a big magnet of like the Ohio State on his <laughs> freaking car, and I hate that I called it the Ohio State. Anyway, uh, I hate Ohio State. My grandpa's were like to troll people by doing that. He's had it stolen. He's had like oh, flags. No. <laughs> That's funny. Because uh, we just hate Ohio and Michigan. <laughs> yeah, there's only two teams in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of teams in Michigan. No, okay. there's U of M in yeah, okay, Michigan. Okay, State. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's only two teams in Michigan. <laughs> oh, man. There's two sides and you pick one. Yeah, well, yeah, in Michigan, yes. Yeah. I was just trying to pick Ohio. There's no third option. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to think of like one nice thing about Ohio. I was like, <laughs> they uh, have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, which <laughs> might be interesting. I don't think I would try to Ohio to see it, but I guess if I was driving through Ohio and I could make it work, I would. <laughs> if I could tack it on to something else, yeah, I would go there. I would, I don't know, yeah, I agree. I don't think I would go out of my way to go there. We went to Cedar Point, and the weekend we went there, someone almost died, so. Oh, <laughs> was it great? <laughs> oh, goodness, okay. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> So, fair, yeah, Fairplay keeps pushing that Lil is going to win the jury in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm just, I'm having a hard time believing. Why does he think that would work, though? I, I'm confused at why they buy it, too. Like, it seems like everyone else is buying into it, too. You think so? I don't feel uh, yes. like anybody buys it. No, I totally do think they all are really? buying into it. Like, I, for sure, Sandra, Sandra thought she lost to Lil. Really? Like, going into that finale. Like, she was genuinely shocked. Like, I was telling you earlier, I listened to a podcast that she did in, like, 2021, and she said that she was genuinely, like, shocked that she did not win. Or that she won. That, like, she she thought she was going to lose to Lil. Weird. So she really, yeah, she really didn't think that, like, she really thought that everyone liked Lil more than her. <laughs> Which I, I don't get, because they all hate Lil. That's what I was like, I feel like I'm watching it with hindsight. I'm watching it 20 years later. Right, exactly. But, like, and it definitely could have just been the edit. But, it, like, I, I I think that Lil does have good intentions, but I feel like she rubbed people the wrong way. And, like, that I don't see... Like, she did not seem, like, 
nothing she said during any of that time made me think like, oh yeah, you de- you deserve that. <laughs> like you you played. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I have, know. I have thoughts about <sighs> to it because we have a lot to get through. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I just I don't want to talk about <laughs> talk about Final Council yet because I have content. Okay, 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 okay. You want to jump so far? All right. So, so yeah. yeah, but Lil asked Dara if she would take her to the end, and just like I said with Burton, Dara wavers and says that she would uh, she would get her butt kicked if she sat next to her. And that's why Dara goes home. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> Dara said that. That like, was so stupid. I'm like, just say yes. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. You just lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Johnny Fairplay was so, like, smug when he was, like, nodding his head when, like, like Lil and Dara were, like, talking. It was just, like, ugh. Yeah. Just stoking the flames. But you've got to admit, like, it was a good move. I think I can get into that later. Do you? Well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, what do I say next? So, yeah. So, Dara tries to get Sandra on board with voting for Lil over mm-hmm. Fair Play. And Sandra says that's fine as long as it isn't her. That That's her phrase her throughout phrase the whole thing. Throughout the rest of the episode. The whole rest yep. of the episode. That's her strategy. Mm-hmm. Anyone but me. And, like, she does a good job with it. Um, and then Dara goes off, and Lil asks Fairplay to leave so she can talk to Sandra, and he does. And then, Lil- <laughs> yeah, I know, I was surprised. No, I think he knew that was a good idea. No, I know, but like he <laughs> like like rolled his eyes and he walked off. Like it was yeah. just surprising that he would just actually listen. He's been such an ass. <laughs> yeah, I think he knows it's. I think he knows he got to Lil though mm. <clears throat> through Dara somehow. Mm-hmm. Like I think he knows. So he's the Lord of Misrule. <laughs> He really is, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so Lil talks to Sandra about getting out Dara mm-hmm. so she can't win the final four, and Sandra agrees, mm-hmm. and Lil and Sandra tell Fairplay their plan. Um, and then Fairplay tells us that whenever you are on the hot seat, you have to create tension between two others, and they'll go after each other instead. And he did a great job of doing that. He really did. Like, Fairplay, I think, is a genuinely is a very good player. He, made, he did a good job. Mm-hmm. I think... If he made it to the end, he probably would have won. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he would have won next to Sandra. I think that not next to Sandra. I don't. I don't think he could have because I think next to Lil, I could have seen it. Yeah, I think Sandra definitely would have still gotten Rupert and Krista. Yeah, maybe Rhino. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else would vote for her. Probably Lil. I think Lil definitely would have voted for Sandra Mm, because of the reason she brought her to the final two with (laughs) her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Which is funny because she (laughs) she talks about that like earlier and then it like comes up later. Like I feel like I put foreshadow a lot or (laughs) thought I would have said in my notes. Well, it makes you wonder if those were the same like confessionals of my just true. You never know. Or let's pretend foreshadow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did write my notes that I would be. I don't know if I feel like I wrote this later on too. It would be cool to see Fair Play play in like the current season though. As like, because he is sober now. He did say that like recently. And he's, he's more mature. He's not in his 20s anymore. He's almost 50. I was going to so. say, yeah, he's quite a bit older than that. <laughs> so I think it would be interesting to see him play on Survivor. He's like an old school villain. Would he, so he would still do Johnny Fair Play? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because John Dalton so. hasn't been on it, and then he could be a whole new character. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if John Dalton would win, though. <laughs> well, how do we know? We don't know what his <laughs> That's true. skill set would be. He's done Johnny Fair Play. Like, what could, what twists and turns? 
Well, he is on, um, I talk about this later, but he's on a show right now called House of Villains as Johnny Fairplay. I'm not keeping up with it at all, but he's still on it. That's all I am current on. So. Okay. Spoiler alert, it's like episode four or five and he's still on it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one other person on that show that I knew of, too. She was from The Apprentice, Omarosa. Mm. She was, like, from the first season of The Apprentice. She's... Like never watched the that show. only person to come off that show that's like anywhere like famous. She oh. actually well, not points for her because she worked in the she worked for Trump in his like cabinet, but she also got fired like within a year. So <laughs> I don't know why. And I think she wrote a like a like a scathing book against him or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's in she's yeah part of the whole thing. So I don't oh, know. goodness, I don't have any opinions on her. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they get C-mail. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to decode what it means. Mm-hmm. Do you have what it says? I do. So here you are, the final four, but after tonight, you'll lose one more. So head to tribal council like you always do. Your peers and your fate are waiting for you. Yeah. And Sandra thinks that the jury is going to decide their fate. She's not that far off. Yeah. They they play a hand. <laughs> Yeah, um, Johnny yeah. Fairplay's annoying as usual yep. after this. He says uh, he's not worried because the only thing the women can win is a getting pregnant contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he said probably win, too. So, like, he thinks <laughs> that, like, there's a chance that he could still be Maybe them. he counts getting somebody else pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I tried to look it up to see if that was somebody, like, if that was a direct quote from somebody else. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find anything. <laughs> So that sounds like it's a fair play quote. Oh, God. Yeah. What a guy. But that's all I have before we get to the immunity challenge. Yes. And I am, well, wait. Yes, tribal council. Okay, yes. I am going to send you something because my first note is about this. So okay. Sorry. I, I didn't want you to see it before. <laughs> so Are I was. Are you chatting it to me? Yes, I'm okay. going to chat it to you. Okay. I'm going to try and send you. Okay, so it started off with just getting pictures of him, and then it turned into memes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I do know what you're talking about now. Yeah, Burton has terrible facial hair. It was so distracting for me. It was so early 2000s. I hated it. Do they call that, like, a flavor saver? <laughs> I hope not. I asked you. It was called, he said a goatee, but I'm just like. Yeah, that's a goatee. What? Uh, is it, though? Well, what is is a goatee? Well, what's the one that's connected to Oh, I guess mustache? I'm thinking of, like, a soul patch. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. A soul patch? It's kind of the same thing as, like, a flavor <laughs> That's what I think of. <laughs> yeah, it is hideous, though. Yeah, it was, like, when he came in, I was like, whoa! <laughs> he stopped me dead <laughs> in my tracks. And then he didn't take good pictures, or, like... His face wasn't good for the stills, so that's how the memes that I made came about. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like the second one. The, the crying eyes yeah. one. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm going to post those on social media. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> You're great. It's um, fine. Yeah, so the tribe arrives at tribal council. Mm-hmm. Jeff, yeah, introduces the the jury, and then he announces that there's a, a challenge right there at Tribal, which doesn't happen too often. I okay. can't remember how often it happens. The only other time I can remember one happening is in Africa, 
which is season three. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know it's happened other times, but I can't remember. This is the only time the jury's ever participated in it, though. Oh. Ever. And, like, the history of Survivor. Um, <laughs> and some of the podcasts I was listening to think it's because they just wanted to include Rupert. <laughs> they just wanted to have Rupert, like, be part of the episode. I don't know. <laughs> so, Yeah. But the contestants have to answer trivia questions as individuals against the jury as a whole. Wait, hold on. Sorry. What do they feel like Rupert would bring to, like, going back to that? Sorry. I I think they just knew that they had a gem with Rupert. Like, he was just going to be TV gold. And I don't know. He did have a lot of good facial expressions. I I personally think that this was obviously, like, like, pre-planned. So I don't think they intentionally did it. Mm. I just think it's funny. Yeah, okay, I got you now. Sorry. (laughs) It's just, like, I think they were, like, yeah, they just wanted to have Rupert front and center with, like, a, like, a pad and paper, and he gets to, like, answer the questions. Yeah. There he is. He gets to be part of the challenge one more time. (laughs) And he did do a good job with the last time they did a thing like this, like, with the blocks. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to throw the challenge on the, they just didn't want Dara to win. Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't be too physical. (laughs) They couldn't make anything that her skinny arms could win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, yeah, so whoever wins uh, gets immunity, but if mm-hmm. the jury wins, nobody wins immunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, this is the only challenge in Survivor history to involve a jury. Um, this isn't the only time, like, the jury's interfered, though. So mm. the other times. Okay. Yeah. I have seen the one with Neil... With the I think jury. that's what I'm thinking, but I guess it's not the jury interviewing. intervening with the jury, and I yeah. don't know if that's ever happened again. I don't think it has. I think that's the only time they've ever done a jury removal in U.S. Survivor. I think they've done it in Australian Survivor a couple okay. times. I can't remember though. <laughs> Bad at that stuff. Too much Survivor. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's hard watching two seasons of Survivor concurrently with the new one. So mm. much shit's going on with the new one. Oh my gosh, I begged Ian to watch it with me. Like, so we watched what he wanted to watch, and then we were going to watch that. And I fell asleep before the opening credits. Oh, no. and, Ian was, and then Ian was like, are you asleep? And then he went through the opening credits, and I was like, what? That's okay. I do want to warn you. So there is, um, there's, the auction is coming out. We can delete this from this part. Okay. Because the auction is coming out in this episode, and it's not in this season, but it's in, like, almost every single other season leading up to season 30. So, like, there's going to be a lot of, like, excitement around it, and you're going to have, like, pretty much no idea what's happening. So I don't know if they do one in Boston Rob season. I can't remember. They did it in the one with Abby Maria. Okay, so they do do it in Philippines. So you did have, you have seen an auction. Yeah. Okay. Did they, did they do one in Cobra? No, no, they didn't, because season 30 was the last time they did one. Because... I, I don't think, even remember what season that was. I think I talked about it. Um, Korong season 32, I believe. Yeah. Um, but the reason they stopped is because pe- they had, like, advantages in it, and people yes. were, like, pooling their money and not, not doing anything. I remember you talking about yeah. that. Yeah, so the way they, I'm not going to go too much into it, but the way they fix it is that they, there's just no advantages. Mm. They only put up food items. I like that. Yeah, but then they put in some other stupid twists that you might not like, so. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to let me know when you watch the episode because I have a lot to say. Oh, okay, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you'll know why. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Anyway, we're gonna get back into it. Yes. <laughs> back to this episode. 
Um, yeah, so... I don't, I didn't write down the questions. I don't know if you did. I did. Okay, cool. I was excited because while I was watching this, I was cooking dinner and then I was like yelling out the questions to Ian and I was like, I feel like I learned something like this. Like, uh, did you get the, the shark question right? Oh, uh, it's like, that's the one I wanted to pick, but I was like, no, I feel like I should pick something Same. practical. So... No, I didn't get it right. I was pissed because I... it was like a trick question that wasn't really a trick yeah, question. And I love it. Smart Al got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, okay. So the first question, um, I oh, did we say that it's the first to five? I can't remember. Uh, um, no, I didn't. I just said whoever wins. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the first question, according to the Pearl Island Survival Guide, which of the following elements is not one of the three sides represented in the fire triangle? I didn't know what that was, yeah, but anyway. I didn't either. Um, a, friction, B, heat, C, air, D, fuel. Uh, the answer is A, friction, and Lil, Johnny Fairplay, and the jury get it right. This is the one that I felt really confident in, this next <laughs> one, question two. Uh, in what year did the pirate Captain Henry Morgan loot the city of Panama? A, 1492, B, 1671. C, 1675, D, 1776. Uh, the answer is B, 1671, and Dara, Sandra, and the jury get it right. Yeah, so everyone has a point, and the jury has two. Yes. Yeah. Um... Question three, the best way to avoid (laughs) shark attacks is to A, avoid sudden movements, B, never make direct eye contact, (laughs) C, cover up any open wounds or cuts, or D, don't go into the ocean. The answer is D, don't go into the ocean. (laughs) I mean, I feel like A, C, and D are all good answers. It's not the best way, but they are all ways to avoid a shark attack. But I mean, the second one is just funny because it's like trying to picture someone like, like oh. avoiding eye contact with the shark that's underwater. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, can are you able to look at a shark like directly on? Like, I don't know. I'm picturing like Jurassic Park when they see the the, the dinosaur's eye in the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that like they're. They're here, and I can't... When I look at them straight on, I don't see it. Like, yeah. Like, if I was looking at your like eyes. rabbits. Like, I can... Yeah. It's hard for me to tell if they can see me or not, because I'm like, I can't tell if you're looking directly at me. Like, <laughs> I, like I just... Yeah. I'm just... You have to, like, wish I could back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Johnny Fairplay is the only one to get that right. I wish yep. I would have been keeping a better tally. Um... Um, okay, so John and the jury are, are tied, and everyone else has one point. Yes. Uh, question four, true or false, the Pacific is considered the largest ocean in the world. True. Everybody gets that right. That's a point yeah. for everybody. Um, it's like basic stuff you learn in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I felt really confident in that question, too. Um, question five, when aboard a sea vessel, which side does the term starboard refer to? A, front. B, right, C, back, D, left. The answer is B, right, and the jury is the only one to get that right. Yeah, I was I kind of, I was impressed with Sandra, because, like, even if I were just to guess, I wouldn't have guessed, like, one of the sides. I would have guessed front or back. Oh, uh, I was... I didn't know. <laughs> I was guessing that it was right, because, like, when I remember left or right in French, like, 
right is droit and it has an r in it which is uh-huh. weird so i just remember it that way and for some reason i'm like starboard r right so. <laughs> oh that's a good way to think well, what's left then um eh. <laughs> but i could just because <laughs> what if they both have r's in it maybe <laughs> but like that was like with this question that's how i like confidently answered it i, I like know. it ian answered it for me and i was like okay starboard what is the other one what is the other one should i look it up you gonna look it up is it Starburst? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is port, but for I'm some reason... Starburst. Like the candy. Star- no, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying it's port side is left. So my thing, it doesn't stand, but... Oh, because it does have an R. Yeah. Okay. But so when I was doing this game, <laughs> I would have done okay because... Yeah. <laughs> they didn't ask what the star or what star port was or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Is it just port? Port? Side? Port side. Okay. Starboard and port side. Yeah. I'm just making shit up. I don't know anything about boats. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pause so we can I can blow my nose. Okay. My allergies have been so bad. Yeah. It's truly like unbearable. Ugh. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm good. <laughs> Alright. So question six. Uh, Panama is bordered by Colombia and which other country? A, Nicaragua, B, Honduras, C, Costa Rica, D, Guatemala. Uh, the answer is C, Costa Rica, Lil Johnny Fairplay, and the jury get it right, and the jury wins. Yeah, and this is the only time in Survivor history as well that nobody, like, on the in the tribe wins immunity. Yeah. And is, like, not, like, there's no one safe. That's weird. I also find it weird that, like, the jury was given the immunity thing. Like, what are they supposed to do with that? I think it was just silly and symbolic. Yeah, it was really silly. I thought Krista was funny. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, now we get into tribal council. A regular tribal council. (laughs) Um, I feel like Lil just starts to ugly cry right away. (laughs) Uh, I've asked her about the letters. Yeah. Who are they from? My husband (laughs) and two children. (laughs) The face is just so funny, though. Fairplay starts to roll his eyes. And this is where I want to read um, one of our funny 115s. This is... Um, okay, I just have to remember how to open the link. <laughs> uh, this is number 96. It's called The Lil Face. Um, it is throughout the whole season, but I just felt like this was the most Lil Face, so it's the most appropriate. Okay. Um, so this is Mario Lanza, The Funny 115. Uh, one of the funniest people I have ever known is a columnist over at ESPN.com named Bill Simmons. He is known as the sports guy, and I've been a fan of his for nearly a decade. I used to send him all the links of the day, or all the links of the day for his website, and in fact, he was the guy who inspired me to start writing Survivor columns back in 2001. From day one, I based my entire writing style off of his. Anyway, the reason I bring up, bring up Bill Simmons is because I'm stealing one of his jokes here. I will just say it right up front that nobody nails me for it after. I will just say it up front so no, so that nobody nails me for it afterwards. Of course, I prefer to think of it as an homage, but if you call it stealing, go right ahead. Make my day. Bill Simmons often writes. Bill Simmons often writes about famous athletes having a certain face. For example, Red Sox pitcher Derek Lowe has the Derek Lowe face, which he unveils every time he blows a big lead. Quarterback Tony Aikman has the Tony or the Troy Aikman has the Troy Aikman face, which he unleashes every time he chokes in the clutch. In other words, the player face refers to a facial expression 
which is indicative of everything a person represents. It can be their normal facial response to stress, it can be something they aren't even aware of that they are doing, or in the case of Lillian Morris, it can be the sad, somewhat mopey look she always has on her face <laughs> each and every time she was on camera. Yeah. That's right. During Pearl Islands, I came up with the concept of the Lil Face. You remember the Lil Face? Yes. <laughs> The one I remember the most is when they flashed to her in in the shelter in her poncho, like right after she gets back from the Alcatraz drive. Oh, that one is so funny, a little (laughs) raccoon. (laughs) So back to Mario Lanza, he says, you may may remember the little face. After all, there were certainly a lot of versions of it. Because it only took, or only look, because it's the only look she ever had on her face for 39 days. And she, it's just a bunch of pictures of her. With oh, it's the face. one that is my favorite when, like, she's crying to Johnny Fairplay. Like, don't say that about God! Yeah. <laughs> because that one is my favorite little face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yup, it's right here. <sighs> um, and he goes, yeah, you know, the one that was all hang-gog and sad. You see, Lillian Morris is probably the most unhappy Survivor player I think I've ever seen. I don't think I ever saw her smile. Hell, I don't think I ever saw her enjoy something. Ever. Lil seemed to be unhappy every single minute. Well, until Jeff brought mimosas. <laughs> every she did single... seem excited about that, surprisingly. She yeah. said it was so good. Did she put the wine in there? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe that's why she was crying so much. No. <laughs> the wine. She was sober for... <laughs> Most of that time, so... Um, Lil seemed unhappy every single minute of the season, and after and after a while, it started to be a cliche. And that's when I came up with the idea for the Lil face. Uh, so was Lil a miserable person to be around, or did the other players just pick on her and make her, her life difficult <laughs> over and over again? Why was she so damn unhappy? I suppose we will never know. According to the DVD commentary, Lil was voted back into the game because the players in the Losers Lodge were tired of her being around. They say or they said that Lil was negative and mopey all the time. She complained about everything and for the most part she was spoiling their good time in the lounge or in the lodge. They said it was pretty much a big downer just having her around. Oh, God <laughs> In other words, Lil was never voted back into the game. She was actually voted out of the outcasts. <laughs> oh no <laughs> That makes me so sad for her. It, it does track, though, because Sandra says that she was like that. Like, she would, like, and Sandra's like, I would wake up and I would just start swearing at Lil because I was just so annoyed that she was there. <laughs> like, oh, my God! Because of the way, like, the, the way she would just mope around. Um, yeah, so the outcasts, they just didn't want her hanging around. Even out of the game, they were just tired of seeing the little face each and every day. Um, and then... This is the last thing. She's, it's a see if that changes the way you watch Pearl Islands the next time around. But we've already pretty much commented on it. <laughs> Do you think that, like, the children she mentors, the youth that she mentors, think that she's just a really sad old lady? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she's probably not that way in real life. But, yeah, I don't... Uh, I feel like she would be an intense... Like, Scoutmaster, I feel like she would be, like... She was getting pretty indignant towards the end of, like, Tribal Council there at the end when she, it was, like, the, just her and Sandra left. She, I felt like she was getting quite indignant, so I feel like... I guess I don't really know what that word means. She was just, like, it, they were telling her what was, like, what they were feeling, and she was just getting angry at their feelings, kind of. Hmm. I don't know if that's, like, the true meaning of indignant, but that's kind of how I see it. It's just, like, they're just, like, so angry. She's so angry that she doesn't even, like 
really hear what they're saying. She's just like firing back type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like again, this is hindsight 2020, 20, 20 years later. Like <laughs> I just I I don't get why they say that they think that Lil would win over the jury with that because like to me when I'm watching it they all seem annoyed by it. So yeah. like I just don't understand this is like I know I'm talking about it again, but I just don't understand like were they just saying that to give Lil a complex? And like Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't understand. I couldn't figure that out either. Like I know that Fairplay was saying it to pit the women against her, but I don't understand why Dara was buying it. Yeah. And, like, Sandra, I don't think... I don't think... I mean, Sandra, I think, did think she was going to lose to Lil, but I just think she... For, like, what Lil said, like, I think she thought she just rubbed people the wrong way. I don't think it was, like, she thought Lil was, like, did anything better than her. I just think she thought, like, she hadn't earned the votes or whatever. Mm. I don't know. But But for some reason, she also, like, didn't consider the fact that Lil got voted out and, like, got voted back in as, like, a thing. Yeah. Like, that should have been, like, her biggest argument. Right. Because, <laughs> like, when Ryan brings that up, like, yeah. that's, like, that is something, too, that I was thinking about. Like, when when they were talking about it in the shelter where they're, like, oh, like, 39 days, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, Lil, I get it. You may not have been, like, at camp, but, like... I get you had, like, tough stuff going on, but it's, like, you weren't at camp at the same time. Like, you're just, you yeah. didn't have it the same way. I Did you have to go catch your own food while you no, were? No, definitely not. And they actually ate more than, like, the out, like the people on the island did. Like, maybe not the, the Drakes, because the Drakes were eating all that fish, but, like. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't really <coughs> suck. And, like, did they know that they were coming back in? Or was, like, that something that they found out Burton once there was enough? said that they knew that they were going to have an opportunity or something like that, but they didn't know what it was going to be. Okay, So they okay. didn't know, like, what they were didn't They didn't know they were going to do a challenge or anything like that. Gotcha. They just knew that there was going to be, like, maybe a way for them to get back in the game. Okay. Because, I mean, then that makes sense. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, but that that's all I have for that article, so I kind we can go back into like the tribal council here. Uh, <sighs> where Sandra says that she avoids leaving the shelter because that's when everyone starts talking. Yeah, I can't even take a piss break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Lil says that she doesn't care, she'll take a piss break. <laughs> I just love how she just like repeats her. Yeah, she brings up, like, the, this is Lillian Morris a lot. Yeah, and I think that's what I mean by indignant. It's, like, she doesn't, she knows that, like, I feel like Lil knows that she's not going to win. I don't know. Really? I do. I feel like she kind of knows that, like, the people on the on the jury don't like her, and she's, like, she knows that people are going to use, like, her voting people out against her. Yeah. And I think that's why she gets, like, angry, because she's like, well, this is who I am, like... Yeah, there's like, nothing I can do about it. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, and also, okay. like, this game has also made me do things that I don't appreciate, like, that kind of thing. I don't know. She's, yeah. like, getting defensive. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. Which she doesn't really need to be. <laughs> I think... I do think it is hard for her. Like, when I watched it, I did feel bad, because, like, 
trying to be like an honest and loyal person and like teach those values in youth. And I'm sorry to like lump her in with the Boy Scout thing, but the having the uniform really did kind of pigeonhole her, her there. Yeah. Um, and like that t- wasn't 100% her fault because like yeah. they did think they were just doing right. Like no, exactly promos and stuff. But like Rupert did make a point. Like she was still going to use that to like promote herself. Right. So like, exactly. Even if she didn't think they were going on the island, like she was still using that to show like who this, this, this is, is who, who I she am. Is. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like the in a game that's like really like can be deceptive and like you know kind of sneaky like I can see that being really like hard for her because that's why it would be hard for me like trying to be an honest person and then just be like (laughs) are you lying to me I can't (laughs) and maybe that's not exactly how Lil is but I mean I just I I felt her in that moment that's probably the one time I felt like the the closest to Lil (laughs) (laughs) yeah um let's see kind of touched on all the points I have here. Oh, when, um, when Jeff brings up to Dara that, like, there's a case of her being the biggest physical threat, and she's like, uh, you can look at me and tell that I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, but Dara, you won three challenges. I know! But you think back, and it's like, the three that she won weren't super physical. Like, she won a spelling, or it was like a word challenge. And then the second one was a shooting challenge. That Krista almost Dead Eye Dara, yeah. And then, like, Fair Play was right on her tail, too. And even with the skinny arms. Well, I mean, Fair Play probably had skinny arms, Yeah, so. (laughs) So, (laughs) Same, same. I understand where she's coming from. But, yeah, like, technically, you are a physical threat because you won three challenges. Yeah. So, in the name of Survivor, (laughs) you are the physical threat. Um, and I don't know. I wonder how she would have fared in that final immunity challenge. I think she would have done well. I think she would have gone... I think she would have gone longer. I don't know. I think it would have been Lil versus Johnny Fairplay. I still think Sandra would have been out. Yeah, well, I mean, no, because Fairplay would have gone home, probably. Probably would have been down to Sandra, Dare, and Lil. I guess I'm imagining it in a way where it makes sense to me. Lil being there (laughs) never really made sense to me. Like... (laughs) You never expected her to be that far. No, dude, I was so shook when I when I was watching it. I was like getting stressed out. The thing that gave me comfort is knowing that Sandra won because I was just like, "What the fuck am I seeing here?" Yeah. Well, I mean, we who knows? Like, I, I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know because Lil did so good in that challenge. Like, she barely moved. Yeah, well, she does aerobics. Yeah. <laughs> she does squats. She has strong, she has good ankles. Yeah. Strong knees and shit. So, yeah. Oh, God. Um, Let's see. But, yeah, so what I have next is Fairplay hopes the tribe will think he is too unlikable to win, and that will take him to the end. Um, and I do think it's, it's fun when he says uh, he's not sure how he's going to win the jury over, and they all laugh. And mm-hmm. so, like, that is kind of like winning the jury over, John. <laughs> um, yeah. But they all go to vote, and we see we see Lil and Dara vote for each other, mm-hmm. and Dara is voted off three to one. And in her exit, she calls Fairplay <laughs> and Lil snakes. I that was my favorite part. I also put that in my notes. Yeah. Oh, spicy. And then um, she said that she had a great experience and would do it all over again. I don't think you're gonna be, ever be asked back. Sorry, Dara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a question here. Yeah. Um, I can't remember this. So when. They're on the jury. Do they stay in, like, a hotel? Or, um, like, a... I think 
it's kind of like a bungalow thing now. Okay. It's called Ponderosa. Yeah. And, like, they've shown videos of it. It's, I guess, like, now they're in Fiji. They stay in this, like, they basically, like, rent a resort while they film. Okay. So I think they're probably staying in part of the resort, and it probably looks, like, bungalow-ish because it's okay. Fiji. I guess I never really thought about it being, like, it could be, like, separate I don't know exactly, because I know in the earlier seasons, too, they just pitch up tents and, like, stay there, so I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. what they do with the jury in the earlier seasons, either, but they stay on the island, like, they stay nearby Tribal, because they have to be there every night, because Tribal Council is almost every single night, like, once the jury phase starts, they maybe have one or two off days, but for the most part, they go to Tribal Council almost every single night, yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) I need to pay better attention to the days, like I've said. It's just, like, it doesn't yeah. feel real. It's even like, faster now. In, like, 45, it's, like, every other day. Oh, my God. Wait, so what day? Never mind. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Um, I do have some post-Survivor things for Dara. Oh, yes. Not too much. Um, <laughs> what? Honestly, like, her and Lil are pretty much, like, off the face of the earth, and they're not super in. Um, but Dara has done some interviews recently, so there's a little bit... She doesn't give a lot of content, much mm. like her character in the show. Um, but Dara did get nominated, or in that um, Reddit po- popularity post that I talk about, mm-hmm. uh, Dara ranked 179 out of 575, so not bad. Um, she ranked 6 out of 16 for the whole cast. And her, really? Yeah, and her most average ranking was uh, like a 7 out of 10, so not too bad. Mm. I don't know. I mean, she made it to 4th. Yeah, I know, but, like, she was just, like, very, like, unremarkable. I feel like she kind of just, like, flew under the I mean, radar, in my opinion. she never really made a move. Yeah. Yeah, she was always, like, part of other people's plans. I mean, Sandra kind of was, but I will say the one thing Sandra's that... Sandra was more out there. Sandra was more out there, and I think Sandra's the reason why Trish went home. I think Sandra should have taken that as one of her, like, she should have said something, because Sandra... Sandra, if it weren't for Sandra, I think Rupert would have gone home that episode. Oh. If you think about it. Because it was, like, Trish and Johnny Fairplay voting for Rupert. And then Krista and Sandra. And, like, Sandra was turning. If, like, Sandra hadn't turned on them. Because Sandra yeah. was there when they were talking about it. And I think <sighs> the other person was Sean. And they, so long they, ago. Like, <laughs> if Sandra had told Rupert, Rupert wouldn't have gone to Sean. And they probably would have gotten him. Yeah. You never know. So I think Sandra's the reason why Trish went home, personally. But um, back to Dara, anyway. <laughs> so I did... She, so I... Like I said, I read a few articles. The mo- the one that I got the most information from was uh, this the EW quarantine questionnaires by Dalton Ross. Um, I read a few of those from for you guys or for you, <laughs> for you guys, the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and the few th- fun facts that I pulled from um, she, when she was asked like what was the hardest part about readjusting to being at home, she said that she had to sleep on the floor when she got home because she was so used to sleeping on the bamboo. That, like, mm. sleeping on a bed just, like, wasn't comfortable for her, I guess. I don't gotcha. know. Like, she needed a transition. Yeah, I bet it made her sore. Yeah. Tough comfort. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the bamboo bed, like, didn't look too uncomfortable by the time they left. So it looked yeah. like a nice, big, comfy, like, shelter. Um, it does sound like she and her family of five. So she's married and she has three kids. Uh, they're living in Los Angeles and she's a stay-at-home mom now. Um, and at the reunion, she did mention that she's not in mortuary anymore. She's mm-hmm. like, she was doing like dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. So she didn't keep that around, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. um, I just feel like that fits her vibe. I know, <laughs> fun. Um, okay. My favorite fun fact was that she said that her husband and Austin FaceTime every day. 
it so much. It's so cute. So that's all I have for Dara, really. Um, not super, like, out there in the community. But, yeah. That was all in one day, though. That's kind of crazy because now it's night 37. And we started on morning 37. It's going fast. Yeah. Speeding along here. And they get C-mail and it's treasure. so fast they get C-mail, like right away. Oh. And they find out that they have to arrive at the shipwreck beach by the sunrise. That's so early. Yeah. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I need my sleep. <laughs> well, okay. So I have the quote. I want to read it. And there's a part that I thought was really silly. Um, Try to get some rest because tomorrow's a big day. The last chapter of your adventure begins at Shipwreck Bay. Arrive at the beach by sunrise. You'll be greeted on the coast. Who's guaranteed in the final two? The player who wants it most. You'll be greeted at the coast. Like, for some reason, I thought it was going to be, like, somebody. But it was just Jeff. Jeff, It was just Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so we go into the rites of passage, which is not a thing anymore. I don't know when the last time they did it, but it's been a very long time. Um, but it's something that we see, I think, in, like, all of the really, like, all the seasons that we're going to be watching for a while, we're mm-hmm. going to see it. Um, so it's, it's different iterations. It's not always a ship. <laughs> I've seen one. Just one. Probably the Philippines one, or maybe it was the Boston Rob one. No, you didn't finish that one, though, did you? Nope. <laughs> I fell asleep at one point, I think, in that one. And yeah, that's not a great season. Philippines is a good season. That might have been the one. Who's in that one? Denise. That's the Denise win. Okay. I, that has to be it, because I think by Co-Rong they were done doing it. Mm. I don't know, though. It's been a while, though. It hasn't. They haven't done it at all in the last five seasons. So. Yeah. I, I've The most recent season of the... Like, in the 40s is yeah. this one. The one that we're watching right now. It's yeah. the only one I've seen in the 40s. So. Yeah. But if you watch any of the other ones, like, you wouldn't see it. So. Yeah. I don't. It's interesting. I don't understand. Some of these things, I, it's because I've watched so few of them. I'm like, is this normal or is this regular? <laughs> I feel like I shout that at the TV sometimes. Most of the season has been out of there. Like, out there. Like, just random things. Like, they, they on the next episode, you haven't seen this current episode, but on the, yeah. like, the the preview for next week's episode at the end of the episode, they, like, hint at some crazy twist that, mm. like, is just never, they've never done before, and I'm not looking forward to it. So, All right. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, back to Pearl Island. So, yeah, we get yes. the rites of passage. Mm-hmm. Um, they arrive on the beach to see Jeff and all of their fallen comrades' torches and three guns. Uh, except for Austin's. Yeah. Because he's not there. Yeah. They just laid his to the side. And I wonder, like, they should have burnt it, like, on a separate pyre or something. Well, like, why did Jeff want to leave it at Tribal Council? I just don't get, like, don't it's like, what is the meaning? Like, now it's there just to make me mad about it? Is that why? And, yeah. like, they didn't even, he, Jeff didn't even seem that mad at him at, at the, the reunion. Yeah! And, and he was in the thing. They just didn't talk about him. Yeah. Like, the tribute thing. And, like, I thought it was funny, too, because, like, I know I've seen the reunion before, but I was still kind of shocked that Austin was there. Me I too! Like, I really didn't think they would have invited him to come. I was shocked <laughs> that, like, he was even... There was even a photo montage of him. Like, I didn't... I didn't Maybe they thought they were going to embarrass him more, and he was just, like, not embarrassed at all. I'm proud of him. Yeah! I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I totally respect his reasonings, and I feel like Jeff understands it. He just wants to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it was annoying. Yeah. Um... But now people just quit all the time, so. <laughs> right? It doesn't even matter. 
Anyway, um, so they're going to place each tourist except for Austin's on the shipwreck boat from the obstacle course, um, which is kind of cool. And as they place the torch, they get to say something about the people they helped out. So, yeah, I think I might have written down everything that they say. Um, I did, too. Not word it for word. So, oh, I don't have a lot. Quotes. I have a lot here. Um, so let's see. Okay, so first up is Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Lil says that she thinks about her often and fair play does this fun rock and body thing. <laughs> I like that she said, like, what a what a wonderful spirit you had. <laughs> no. Lil's had something so thoughtful and nice to say about everyone. Yeah, Johnny Fairfax. And everyone hates her. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mean. And well, when they did the Ryan Shoulders one, I'm like, Lil, you're literally the only person who can yeah. speak about him. Yeah. So. Um, she just cries some more. Yeah. <laughs> you were my best friend here. I didn't cry until you were kicked out. <laughs> I was like, you have pure of heart. I was expecting Sandra to be like, that was a nice skinny nerd or something like that. She called him that <laughs> yeah, at one point. That skinny guy. That skinny Ryan guy. Well, her words, not mine. I know, right? <laughs> it was before she knew. Um, Jeff even called him that. Thing. I know. I was like, no. But at least they put his name up as just Ryan Shoulders. I was mm-hmm. happy with that. Yeah, I put it in like front he's like shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michelle... Uh, Sandra says that she wished she got to know her more. Yeah. She's fun-loving and energetic. <laughs> yeah, Michelle would have been interesting to see make the merge. Yeah. Same with Trish. I like Trish. Oh, yeah, okay, so Johnny Fairplay's quote, like, I was trying to understand if he was trying to say something sexual, <laughs> because he says, Trish, uh, you were the best sleeping partner a guy could have in this game. I thought we could have made it further together. I think he just meant like a cuddle, like keep each other warm. Yeah, but he said we could have made it further together. I was like, were you talking about in the game or were you talking about <laughs> he definitely in the game? I'm going to choose to I'm going to choose to say that the Johnny Fairplay is trash and he means it in a really dirty way. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, the way that Sandra describes Sean in this next part, I put goals. That's how I want to be described. I also felt like that could pertain to, like, Burton, too, though. Yeah, you're a great guy with tons of stories and love to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm sweet. I know. I love Sean. I feel like Sean was, like, my favorite coming out of this, this rewatch. Yeah. When, with this last episode, he was my favorite. Yeah. Like, where I definitely was like, oh, I did like Sean. <laughs> He was fun. I, they did, I think they did show the, the part where he does his hair thing. <laughs> so, Lil's thing about Andrew Savage. Yeah. It was weird, weird to me. Yeah. I didn't, she just you were the leader. leader. <laughs> okay. You tried to make sure things were done right. Everybody was fair. Thank <laughs> you. Like, that's just so, like, so he wasn't fair to people. No, and that feels, like, so, like robotic or something like yeah maybe she just felt like she needed to say something nice because nobody else was saying anything about it yeah <laughs> um okay rhino sandra says that she liked getting to know him in the short period they had and that she missed him when he left and she described him as very pleasant and loving and i didn't yeah. realize that like they had gotten to I know each other like they that. Didn't show us that at all oh so um, sweet i kind of missed you which i thought was kind of interesting because it seemed like rhino was like rooting for her at the final tribal council too. yeah but in the in one of the commentaries that i listened to he was like i can't believe that it like came down to lil and sandra like he seemed like kind of upset that like sandra was in the final too oh i was gonna say you mean because lil was there no, i agree yeah. rhino I yeah the little <laughs> part but like i don't know it's still it's still really like i think it's good tv that lil made it to the end <laughs> 
and it's just funny. She's got the the like she's got the scoutmaster uniform on. Like that's just iconic. Like she's there and she's not. Then she's at the finale, like in it, like a nice clean version. I've had such like I have such complicated feelings about Lil because like I do think she's like a sweet lady and like I do think she tries, but I also hate her. Like I think she's just like she is so mopey and it's just like next up is Rupert. Um, Fair Play says that he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I call BS. I don't know why he was sucking up to him here, though, so I don't want to make Yeah, he mention. can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm confused. But also, maybe he actually meant it. I don't know. Well, yeah, because I, I just never know what to believe with this guy, and that's why I hate him so much. Well, in one of the interviews that I read of him, he does say that, like, Survivor for Islands is still his favorite season, because he says that, like... I don't think he means it because, like, he was on it. He, I know. He's, like, the... He said that um, he thought the, like, good versus evil of him versus Rupert was, like, a really good storyline. So maybe mm-hmm. he really does mean it. Like, he does see Rupert as, like, a great, like, foe for him. And, how like, can you not... TV. How can you not like Rupert, though? Like, yeah. I feel like... He's, like... He's he passionate. helps people. Yeah! <laughs> and I feel like he's just really passionate and maybe that can get him into some trouble sometime. Yeah. But, like, he just... I just don't understand how you could just not love him, you know? Like, oh, he's such a great guy. Yeah. So I, I feel like I get why Johnny Fairplay loves him, because he's, <laughs> how can you not? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Sandra would have been starving. Yeah. She misses him and loves him. That's sweet. I know. It was sweet. Um, okay, I call BS on this next thing, because, like... Yeah, the Lils. Okay, so Lils says she bonded with her on a night they were cast off together, and I don't know when that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she says, Tawana, that night that you and I were cast off and was on the island ourselves, we, you looked at me and told me thank you for my friendship and how much you loved me. That touched my heart greatly. And I still do love you too, T. <laughs> like, I don't know who she's talking about. Maybe she got her mixed up with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what other female would what she have said that with? Maybe she thought it was Trish or something. Because, like, her and Trish were on the outcast for one night. <laughs> like, that's all I can think of. Because I'm like, when was she with Tawana by herself? <laughs> that's where I'm confused. I just don't understand. That's why I call BS on this. Because I'm I like, said that too. I'm not sure when that was. I don't understand. But, yeah. She also says she still loves her. I don't know. <laughs> oh, if it was Trish, that makes me laugh. <laughs> Oh, that would be so funny because I could totally see Lil doing something like, like that. Not. Just, like mixing up interactions. Like, yeah. I do. I do the same thing sometimes. Yeah. though. Like I just know so many people and I've worked in so many places that sometimes I forget what coworkers know who and like. Oh gosh, <laughs> I know that is really what weird. stories like what people where people were if they were involved in what story I want to tell them or whatnot. Dude, you know? literally, I've been doing that to you so much recently because like we never worked together and I'm like this thing happened. You're like, I know. I was there. I was like, fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Because I feel like I do the same thing, so it just makes me feel validated. Yeah, because then you do it. I feel validated too. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I was there. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So moving on to Krista. Yeah. Um, Sandra says that she misses her the most, mm-hmm. and they were they will still be buddies when they see each other again, which mm-hmm. is sweet. And it's true. And it'll be all great. Yeah. She knows that Krista will forgive her. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. I love Krista. Yeah, she's so chill. She's the free spirit, man. She <laughs> is. She reminds me of my aunt so much. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> I love it. Alright, Burton. Johnny Fairplay and this bromance with Burton. Like, they are... Yeah. Is he gonna kick out? Hold on. 
<laughs> oh, <you>. goodness. <laughs> I was going to say, is he going to kick out Thunder D now for, for Bert and Thunder B? <laughs> Thunder B. <laughs> Oh god, that's hilarious! Oh, I wish I wish I was good enough at Photoshop. <laughs> I could make Burton doing the the fair play thing. I'll work on it. I feel like I can figure it out on Canva. Okay, so here here's the thing. I got really good at doing some funky editing, and sometimes it's just really hard without like Photoshop. <laughs> like I've tried to like remove people and splice pictures yeah. back together. It's really hard. I've made some really funky things. Oh. I've never oh. tried it, so. It's really fun. I love Canva. Canva, if you ever want to sponsor us, we love you. Please. All right. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so. Yeah, Fairplay says that he became his best for This is Burton. Fairplay says he became his best friend in the game. Unbelievable. <laughs> And Lil calls him her little ear, not little, but her little scout. <laughs> it's funny because I also, I read it like that too. Her <laughs> little eagle scout. Her little eagle. <gasps> <laughs> um, and she says that she appreciated all the time they spent together. Did she say something about how she appreciated that he still remembered all like the... And I'm amazed that you still know the oath of the laws. Yeah. Here's to you, sir. Salute. <laughs> she doesn't say salute, she does a salute. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, then we move on to Dara, and yeah, Fairplay says she's as nice as she is cute, and he misses her, and that's just kind of weird that out of everyone, she he's the one that gets to say something. Uh, yes, and I also pointed out that there's another pervy camera shot of her taking a shower. Oh, like, I miss that. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, she is just, like, hyper-sexualized in this show, like, yeah. every time she's it's bathing. Weird. I hate it. She's, like, tiny. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, she is, like... She's beautiful, but I wouldn't call her like a like a you know a vivacious woman or anything. She's just a young woman. Yeah, she's a she's a very beautiful woman, and like I get why you perverts want to like to just (laughs) film her. I do understand it, but like, come on, give her some privacy in this this game. You barely gave her like any voice, and then you just like show her body. Yeah, that's it's annoying. Oh my god, yes, that's exactly why it bothered (laughs) me so much. I thank you, Megan. Um, uh, yeah, and Austin gets a little montage that mm-hmm. includes him almost drowning in a challenge, which I think <laughs> definitely know. did that on purpose. I didn't think about that. I was like, oh, that's unfortunate that that was in there. But, I mean, that was one of his memorable moments. <laughs> rememberable <true>. moments. <laughs> almost drowning. Um, yeah, and so they shoot the the boat with the guns and it sets it on fire. Yeah, they shoot up the boat. That's all I wrote. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was fun to watch the torches like bend and snap. Yeah. The bend and snap. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> um, but yeah, we go right into the final immunity challenge. Yeah, there's lots of rowing in this episode. Tons of rowing. Yeah, which most of it's fake. Yeah, so <laughs> it honestly made it more annoying for me when I was watching it because I'm like, Wait, none of this is real. <laughs> like, Lil and Sandra look like they're rowing for so long. I know. Like, you can see the, the color of the sky is changed. I have to hope that they, like, rowed somewhere else and not, didn't they didn't make them, like, row out and then row back to shore just so they had to like, take a video. Yeah. So stupid. Um, but, yeah, they row in on a boat to three floating rafts. Uh, yeah. Three floating square rafts that look like little docks that my family used to jump off of like in the middle of yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, and jeff just gets to chill and like yeah. sit down on his like his long version the whole basically does too oh <laughs> i know i know we're about to get into it but like the fact that like within the first 15 minutes she's out and they're out there for over two hours yeah <laughs> it's so 
such Sandra shit right there. I hope there. she didn't get, like, seasick or anything out there. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have to balance on the raft using only their feet and hands. Mm-hmm. Um, if their butts or knees touch the raft, they are out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have to do squats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, once, <laughs> do you have anything before we get started? Oh, just, like, I was reading the things that Jeff, like, how he describes them. He's like, Lil with her Boy Scout uniform, Johnny Fairplay, would-be WWE yeah. wrestler, Sandra, the mother survivor has ever represented in the final three. Yep. <laughs> it's a great final three. It's, it's perfect. It's good TV. It's silly. I just, the <laughs> descriptions were just silly to me. Uh, um, yeah, so Sandra says quitters never win, winners never quit, and then eventually she drops out pretty quickly. Yeah, I know he's good. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have another funny 115, and there's like four in total for this episode. Some of them are short, though. Um, so this one is called Lil Turns Into a Badass, <laughs> and uh, this is number 12 of the funniest 115 things to happen in Survivor, so I thought that was kind of funny. Um... I'm going to skip some parts, because there's some spoilers for earlier seasons. Mm. Okay, John's downfall at the hands of Lil Boohoo Morris has become one of the most humiliating things that has ever happened <laughs> to a player on Survivor. It was so humiliating, in fact, that I, I would have been mortified had it happened to any other player besides John. If Rupert, or Burton, or Savage, or practically anybody had been bitch-slapped by Lil in front of na- or in front of a national TV audience, I would have been embarrassed for them. In no way it would have ever made the funny 115. That would have been too cruel. But because it happened to John, fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, I mean, look at it. Here's a guy who goes out of his way to specifically become the single most evil villain in Survivor history. He goes into the show with Master Plan. Uh, a Master Plan, he, he plays his evil wrestler gimmick to the very hilt, and he treats the game as his own personal joke for 37 days. John mocks people, John abuses people, John turns people into fools. And he laughs with diabolical glee every single step of the way. Ugh. I mean, his treatment of Lil alone was borderline abusive. Lil was so awful to John, or sorry, John was so awful to Lil during the game that he practically gave her a nervous breakdown. And did he feel bad about it? Of course he didn't. John went into the show intending to be a villain. He expected to leave the show as an enormously hated uber villain. And I always gave him props for even attempting to pull off something like that. Being known as the first actual actual survivor villain takes a lot of balls, and I always appreciate the zeal with which he um, went about accomplishing this task. If anybody ever deserved a humiliating fall at the end, you knew it had to be John. Yeah. There's no way a supervillain can exist without some sort of enormous comeuppance at the end, and that's basically storytelling 101. And I had to laugh at the way it naturally took care of itself during Pearl Islands. John <laughs> uses and abuses people for 37 days. John comes ever so close to a million dollar check, Ugh. and then when he gets his ass handed to him by Lil, his favorite punching bag at the very er, oh, and then he gets his ha- ass handed to him by Lil, his favorite punching bag at the very last stage of the game. I don't know about you, but this storyline made me laugh my ass off. In fact, it could have or it couldn't have been a more perfectly or it could have been scripted more perfectly if you had tried. If I was a survival producer, I would be dreaming of a story arc like this. And I want it to come along every season. Supervillains come along. Supervillain comes ever so close. Then supervillain gets humiliated by the hearts and flowers lady in front of national TV audience. <laughs> uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, all right, I'm going to skip some of this. 
In Pearl Islands, we had the perfect doomed hero storyline, Rupert. We also had the perfect evil villain storyline, John. Things like that don't happen very often in Survivor, let alone during the very same season. And this is the main reason why Pearl Islands is by far my favorite season of all time. It's so much more epic than the other seasons that honestly no no one of the other com- even comes close. Um, I feel like that's kind of setting you up for <laughs> disappointment. No. <laughs> no, we get some good seasons. Um, I loves me some Pearl Islands, and I've never been ashamed to admit it. And I hope reading after reading the funny one fifteen, you guys will appreciate it too. And honestly, like I went through today and I pulled all the ones for the next season, and there's only four. <laughs> Wow. And this season had, like, 12. That's great. Yeah. So <laughs> he really liked this season. Um, great. I appreciate, or I especially hope that you appreciate John's overall story, story arc. Remember it ended the, the way it was, and remember it ended exactly the way it was supposed to. You know, I hadn't thought about that. And, like, yeah. you're saying this, I'm just like, you know what, for as much crap as I'm talking about Lil, like, think about the fact that Johnny Fairplay lost to her. Yeah. Uh, she kicked his ass. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. Um, oh, please continue. Yeah, so we're going to let Mario Lanza just, like, explain this whole this whole uh, challenge, because he does it really great. Um, so he says, Sir, anyway, here's my recap of one of the most perfect downfalls in Survivor history. John against Lil in the final three immunity challenge in Pearl Islands. John is one step away from victory, yet he gets his ass handed to him by a woman who barely knows what Survivor is, let alone actually, er, let alone how to actually win it. And yeah, Lil happens to be the player that John has most often abused throughout the game. So you'll probably understand it when I say, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this scene not only cracked me up, it also cracked Sandra and Jeff up as it was going on, as you'll see. They knew a, humili- a humiliating downfall when they saw it. <laughs> and they knew they were watching comedy gold. Uh, all right, so I'm going to skip some of this stuff. Okay, well, this is mostly just him saying that, like, going into this, you never would have thought, like, Johnny Fairplay would have been, like, any sort of contender to win, like, the final challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, uh, John should have been dead meat at Final Four. There was no possible way he ever should have survived that boat. Mm-hmm. And he had been outnumbered by three women, and they all hated his guts. None of them, uh, none of them trusted a word that came out of his mouth, and John was about as likely to win immunity as he was to dunk a basketball. <laughs> In reality, there was no possible way Fair Play should have made it past the Final Four. <clears throat> but John made it past the final four, and to this day, I still don't know how he did it. Well, he, we do know how he did it. We just watched him do it. <laughs> he turned all the yeah. women against each other. Yeah. Uh, he got Classic. the women to turn on Dara instead, and then he weaseled his way into the final three. And it was the single most impressive escape act I've ever seen on Survivor. Fairplay escaped sure death at the final hour. He lived to fight another day, another day, and he was now one small step away from standing in front of a jury with a very legitimate chance of winning the million dollars. Uh, now all we ha- now all he had to do was get past the final three immunity challenge. Now, of course, John wasn't the best athlete in the world, so winning immunity wasn't exactly his cup of tea. But one uh, but one look at his competition for the challenge told him he wasn't going to be as uh, he wasn't going to need to be as uh, her- Herculean as he might appear on paper. Um, because in order to get him to the final two, all John had to do was beat these two people in the final challenge. And it's a picture of Sandra falling off the balance beam in one of the challenges. I'm just going to show you so you can... Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is a woman who can neither run, walk, swim, nor balance. <laughs> oh. oh, and then, yeah, my favorite ugly cry little face. 
God. And a woman who burst into tears at least 73 times per day. God. Uh, so John had to win immunity, and Sandra and Lil were his only competition. Are you kidding me? And it, it wasn't as if John had to even actually win the challenge outright. All he had to do was outlast one of these freaks, then got to deal with the other one to ensure that they both made it to the final two. It was the exact same thing John had been doing all along. He knew exactly the types of buttons he had to push with these women, and he was particularly confident that he would be able to make it to the final two. Johnny Fairplay was far smarter, a far smarter player than Sandra and Lil, and he knew it. These girls had never come close to outplaying him before, and he knew they weren't about to start outplaying him today. All he had to do was outlast one of them and cut a deal. It wouldn't, it couldn't be more easy than that. The immunity, the immunity challenge on day 38 revolved around balance and was based on an old pirate torture method, according to Jeff Probst. <laughs> Basically, the players would have to balance on rickety old crates in the middle of the ocean. They had to squat there for as long as they could, fighting the waves and the movement of the sea. And the last person left standing would win immunity. It was all. It all came down to who could balance himself on the ocean the best. So the challenge begins, and immediately John starts to struggle. You would think he'd be good at balance, being so small and so small and so close to the ground and all. But this challenge is not his cup of tea. He starts shaking and wobbling and struggling for balance almost immediately. I mean, based on that, it is impressive that he makes it as long as he does. I know. He really didn't want to lose to Lil. Yeah. Uh, at the 15-minute mark, Jeff asks the players how they're doing. Sandra and John are obviously struggling, and John is the first to admit it. He tells Jeff he's having a hard time in the challenge. Uh, and this is where the challenge starts to get funny. Because when Lil hears John admit to feeling numb... She just starts to start playing with his head. <laughs> I have no idea where the side of Lil came from. We'd never seen the slightest hint of her being badass before, but now she all of a sudden starts playing mind games with Johnny Fairplay, the biggest <laughs> sad sack in Survivor history, to start to start playing psyops with her <laughs> struggling diminutive foe. Like I said, I have no idea where the side of Lil came from, but now all of a sudden she's a killer. This poor woman, or this poor little woman that has, John has been mocking and speaking down to all game has suddenly shed her fragile and hapless alter ego. In a matter of an instant, Lily and Morris and her copious tears are no more. <laughs> she has somehow transformed into a creature far more powerful. Because Johnny Fairplay all of a sudden isn't up against sad crying Lil anymore. Now all of a sudden he's up against balance woman. <laughs> So it's been established that Lil is going to start messing with John's head. And nowhere is it more evident than a few minutes later when Sandra suddenly topples and falls down on her shaky platform. The lippiest mother in Survivor history is suddenly eliminated from the contest. And that means the contest is now down to two. Motherfucker, I fell. <laughs> Caption of her falling. Mm -hmm. Sandra falls and John knows this, op uh, this is the opening he had been looking for. So he wastes no time in immediately trying to cut a deal. And he turns to Lil, and this is what he says. Lil, you want to make a deal? <laughs> John expects her to say yes, as the old Lil would have done. But the new Lil surprises him by immediately cutting him off. In fact, not only does Lil smack him down and tell him to shut up, she actually does it with a bit of attitude. And it's funny as hell. Following is a tra the following is a transcript of their actual exchange. John, Lil, you want to make a deal right now? Lil, no, sir. John, stunned. You're crazy. Lil, my daughter wants to be a doctor. <laughs> uh, no, I've never particularly understood Lil's response here, and apparently John has the same reaction because he immediately shifts the tone in his lining of questioning now. John, sh after a short, confused pause, 
Do you understand how the little cutting him off? John, don't talk to me. <laughs> John, now angry and frustrated. I was a test of talking to a small child. Do you understand how deals work, Lil? <laughs> Lil, shut up. <laughs> Sandra is amused by John's inability to cut a deal. Even Propes is laughing at him by now. And it's true, they're both kind of giggling at him. Uh, it's apparent that John is getting nowhere with his tactic, and he starts getting visibly frustrated. He honestly can't believe that the moron doesn't understand the concept of cutting a deal. I don't think the idea has even crossed his mind that Lil just wants to stick it to him and kick his ass in the final challenge. John doesn't seem to be aware that she is capable of actually thinking like that. He still talks to her like she's a moronic child. So now John tries a new tactic in trying to cut his beloved deal. He starts trying to explain the concept using simple pedestrian logic. Lil, if you give me immunity, I will take you to the final two. That's what a deal is, Lil. And if you trust me, then you'll jump in. John, after a short pause. Well, I don't know that I can trust you. <laughs> Lil, then drop it. <laughs> And Jeff says, looks like you're going to have to win it on your own, John. Uh, John's first attempt... Jeff to loves to... to oh. <laughs> Go ahead, John. I love he it. He hates fair play. Oh, I uh, get it. John's first attempts to cut a deal all meet with repeated failure. But John Dalton didn't get this far in the game by being the type of person to get up, give up in the face of adversity. No way. And when the 30-minute mark comes along, John starts right back up with trying to make that elusive deal. John, Lil, do you want to go? Who do you want to go against in the final two? Lil, how many people have you screwed over, John? John, after a short pause, everyone in the game. And this is where Lil starts really kicking it into overdrive because once she hears John admit that he screwed everyone over, she decides she's going to start taunting him, and she starts trash talking him like she suddenly turned into Muhammad Ali. It's one of the funniest dialogue changes or exchanges I've ever seen on Survivor, and it's especially funny when you realize these words are coming from the artist formerly known as Boohoo Lil. <laughs> uh, Lil, do you know what? I do aerobics. My knees are great. John, uh, okay. My ankles are great, too, Lil says. Okay, John says. Lil, these are called squats and aerobics. <laughs> John, okay, all right. Jeff to John. I think Lil just said game on. John, after a quick defeated pause, I think Lil just said game over. <laughs> uh, it's really funny seeing him on the, the platform. He's grasping for life. I mean, they hold out for almost three hours. That's impressive. Crazy. I feel like my legs would be killing me for the rest. I feel like we just, we do see them like limp into Oh <laughs> to my god, Fairplay is struggling and <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is where we get the inevitable, inevitable conclusion. John surprisingly manages to hang in for this uh, this thing for another hour and a half, at which point he desperately tries to cut a deal for a third and ultimately final time. John, frustrated, well then, well, then that's not a deal, Lil. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, well, I'm not going to do it then. <laughs> this is so funny. Sandra's laughing. Um, and that's when it finally happens. Fairplay collapses. Johnny Fairplay is no more. Lil wins immunity. All hell, Xena and Warrior Princess. <laughs> so yeah, sad sack Will. I couldn't believe it. Kicks his ass. It is really funny. I like that. I liked it. She makes it two hours. They both make it two hours and forty-five minutes. That's crazy. I'm curious how long she could have lasted. I feel like any the 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 limit does not exist. Lil would have gone forever if I meant beating Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. I think I think she wanted to really beat him. I've seen some really crazy like not in U.S. Survivor but Australian Survivor has done some really insane final like final immunity challenge endurance challenges. Like 
was it like two seasons ago they did this one where they were like in this like chamber and they like the they had to like stand on these like pegs and hold up the pegs and like every few hours the chamber would like close down on them yeah it was fucking nuts i don't like the sound (laughs) of that yeah it was crazy um yeah, I just, I don't know how I would do with these endurance challenges. I feel like I'd just be like Sandra. <laughs> I'd probably fall. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't want to have to do it. I I did write that it looks like Sandra quits. Like, <laughs> so like she probably knows that she's not going to make it very long. Yeah. She's just like, all right. <laughs> I know. I feel like that's, in these types of things, I would just be like, all right, I'm going to Sandra out. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for that challenge. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything else. No, just a few comments about them going back to camp. And yeah. They, yeah, they limp back into camp is what I say. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lil has to decide who she's going to take with her. And when she talks about, like, Sandra has a family. Yeah. Uh, but lots of friends on the jury. And, like, she's just feeling all these feelings. Uh, definitely about, like, Johnny Fairplay doesn't have anyone who likes him on the jury. And I vote except for Burt, and I think that... Yeah, that's true. I think it depends. If she was, if he was sitting next to Lil, I think he would have gotten a few more votes. It's hard to say, though. Yeah. Well, because I do wonder... I I wonder if if it hadn't been Sandra, who Rupert... Like, if would Rupert have voted for Lil? Like, if it had been, like, Lil Fairplay, yeah. like, who do you think he would have voted for? I really don't know. So, I've heard this, and I don't know if it's true, that, like, because we see at the reunion that they all kind of raise their hand, and they say that they would all vote for Lil if it was a final two between them two. Yeah, but do you really... But Fairplay claims that the production called them all and said that, like, hinted at them that they should just say that they would vote for mm-hmm. Lil because they were worried that Lil would cry. Oh, my God. Also, sorry, <laughs> I totally to forgot that the they even asked... Reunion. These things, like, yeah. I should have taken notes for the reunion, because I just, like, forgot everything, and it was so, just, so short. It was short. It was, like, 28 minutes, and yeah. it really wasn't that, like, interesting. Especially by the end, it was just, like, gossip. Yeah. So it wasn't that interesting to me, but... Because I just, I would be, the reason, like, I don't know if I believe that they would actually pick, like, who they would have picked, because, like, I feel like Johnny Fairplay is a snake, and I do feel like <laughs> he would have found something where I feel like... I do kind of feel like he could have figured something out. Maybe not, like, win everybody over, but I feel like he could have gotten more votes than Lil did. Yeah. Way more votes than Lil did. I don't know. Lil got one vote. I I do think that Rupert might have voted for fair play. I think he was really mad at Lil. <laughs> yes! That's what I, Yeah! Like... Yeah. Because, like, I don't think fair play, like, lied to him about it, technically. I don't know. Yeah. Sandra won. That's all that really matters. Right. <laughs> and I feel like, well, like, John does, like, kind of say, like, yeah, I did it. Like, what am I going to do? I don't know. And, like, people seem to be okay with that. So, like, I feel like maybe he could have convinced Rupert, like, just, just try fair play. Like, yeah. And maybe that's better because, like, clearly, like, a lot of them were, like, mad at Lil for saying sorry so much. Yeah. So maybe they would have just respected fair play's game of just like Mm -hmm. owning it yeah which i think they just wanted lil to do more of they just wanted lil to own more of her moves right yeah i think that's i agree i think that's it too like it's okay to do that stuff just like own it like don't act like you're just like i'm not i'm just a nice lady like 
you maybe you are, but you are still playing the game. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And that honestly is a lot of people's downfalls. Is when they they try to like be a hero mm-hmm. instead of just like accepting that they were playing a game. And a lot of the times they lose because of that. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, Sandra tells Lil to remember that she also has a family that she wants to provide for. Mm-hmm. And Sandra tells us that Lil would be better off voting her off, keeping fair play. Um, that she would be shocked if she's not voted off. And that I feel like she genuinely is shocked when Lil votes fair play off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. fair play thinks that, he's, that Lil's voting for him. Mm-hmm. And that he tries to convince her that she won't win against Sandra. And, yeah, Lil just really isn't sure what to do. Yeah. We don't know. She sings Amazing Grace. <laughs> She's vibing. Yeah. <laughs> all I talk about is Johnny Fairplay. Frank, he has all this stuff packed. His little ball with the belt. <laughs> That's my first note. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess, yeah, I need to pay attention to that stuff more. Well, I guess that's why we watch it separately, because yeah. we each notice different things. Oh, and, like, how pissed Daryl looked. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh... Because they're snakes. <laughs> She's probably mad, too. She's probably, like, fucking Lil one. Oh, yeah. Could have beaten her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and for a while I was wondering, like, why Lil wasn't able to, like, make amends with, like, the, the Morgan Five and be yeah. part of the group, but... I totally get why not. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like, where did I hear this from recently? But somebody was saying, like, it wasn't what they showed. Like, Lil did not ever try to really, like, ingratiate herself with the tri- the original Morgan tribe, like, mm-hmm. before she got voted out the first time. Yeah. And how she would just, like, go off on her own, and she really didn't make any attempts. I feel like it was, was it Tawana who said that? She was, like... We tried to get her to, like, come. We would invite her to, like, come and get crabs with us or something like that, and she would just always refuse. Because mm. she did tell T, like, that she felt, like, ostracized. But then, like, she would try to get her to come and, like, hang out with them, and she said no all the time. Mm. So, I don't know. It reminds me <clears> of <throat> that, that lady who... She was in one of the seasons that I watched. The one with Abby Maria. Mm-hmm. The lady who won. Oh, Denise, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Not Abby Maria. You have, uh... Oh my gosh, what is her name? It's a blonde lady who's famous, yeah. who was in a show. And Penner knew her! Uh, Blair, no, her name's Blair in the show. <laughs> Lisa Welch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she would just, like, go off and sit by herself. And it was like, yeah. Why are you doing this? Because some people, like, go on this show and they do, they think, it's like Sean. Like, they use it as an excuse to, like, overcome some, like, big lifelong thing. I think for mm-hmm. Lisa it was, like, I was a child star, and, like, I don't want to be known as that, like, person. Like, I am Lisa Welch. Like, I'm not who I was on the facts of life. And I think that's, like, that was, like, her midlife crisis thing. And she went on Survivor to, like, overcome it. And, like, Survivor's not a place to, like, do that. You're there to play a game. Like, if you want to do that, go on some sort of retreat or something like that. That's what I'm saying. Wait, that's what I'm saying. Like, with this, was it this new season when we talked about this? And I'm like, I just don't understand why you'd go on Survivor then, like, to do something for yourself. Like, go to a spa. Yeah. Like, d- do something for you that isn't this. Yeah. This is a game Starve where you have island. to, like, think about things, like, constantly. Yeah. Yeah. While starving. <laughs> While Come starving. On. Yeah. And being exhausted all the time and participating in intense challenges. Yeah. I feel like... <clears throat> When Sandra talks about how, like, they don't even talk, like, I'm sitting here being like, I'm finally getting it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you're just tired, 
like you just want to talk to somebody who isn't the people that you're with like yeah. oh my god and like even talking like it's expending like energy so this sounds like literal torture <laughs> why does anybody do this because you can win a million dollars sometimes i'm with austin um <laughs> my my health is more important than that. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, Fairplay is like trying to butter up the jury, even though I don't know why, because this isn't the time to do that, especially if you're trying to convince somebody else to keep you. I don't know. But he says he never expected to leave the game with a friend like Burton, and then he says a lot of nice things about Rupert and says that he's like one of the strongest people to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell if Rupert's like buying it or not. Yeah, his face, facial expressions were hard for me to gauge. Yeah. Um, because sometimes, like, when I've had to, like, rewind and, like, watch a scene, like, multiple times for, like, pictures or, like, to get the quotes or whatever, like, sometimes I'm like, is he happy? Is he mad? Is he happy? Is he buying it? What? Like, I just, I, you're making a face, but I don't know what this face means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, and then Sandra gives props to Lil for kicking their asses at final immunity challenge. <laughs> Uh, and Lil says fair play is always strategizing and Sandra has lots of friends on the jury so they both have like reasons to get rid of her or for her to get rid of them um, and then Lil says when it comes down to whether or not she can possibly beat them in fri- final tribal council which I don't think is true <laughs> I think what it comes down to is what she can live with cause like I think she had a better chance of beating fair play than Sandra. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, but it would have bummed her out more if Johnny Fairplay won than if Sandra won. Yeah. I think... I get it. <laughs> I really get it. Yeah. I don't know if it was... If she says anywhere on here, but it was like an outside interview, but she legitimately thinks that like Fairplay would have killed himself like just by partying too hard if, she, if he had won the money. Dude, like, yeah. Like his plan, I guess, was to like go somewhere and just like throw like the longest party he could with all of his money which is dead, very like sure. Tom he'd be dead. he's gonna have like a entertainment <laughs> 720 party i would just like i don't know why but this is like the thing that worries me the most is like he's gonna have like a heart attack from like doing like too much coke or something <laughs> like yeah so i think losing was probably a good thing for yes him. thank goodness <laughs> oh my god and like fairplay ends up being a good person like he's sober now like i said yeah. earlier like he's doing good so he just got engaged I talk about that later. Aww, but yeah, so congrats. he's doing. Do we know what the ring looked like? Uh, it's a three carat oval, according to the mm. article that I read. <laughs> or like three and a half carat oval, maybe. I mean, I'm sure you got it from some fancy place in New York City, mm. David on Fifth Avenue, or something like that. Oh. Yeah. So basically, Lil votes out Fairplay. Yeah. Sandra's shocked. She really. She was asked out. <laughs> she thought that she was gonna be uh, out of there. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I'm, like, reading through, like, the things that they said to see if there's anything that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the only thing I have left is that on his way out, Fair Play says that he's proud of himself and he didn't play fair and he's happy his grandma's at home watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I just really hate on Johnny Fair Play, like, in my notes. A lot of the times I don't read all the mean things I say. <laughs> I'm like, bye, Johnny Fairplay, ya bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Lil kissing people again. And then I say another note of Johnny Fairplay is such an ass. <laughs> I don't give my 
doesn't have a lot of context sometimes either. I feel like we should just interject the parts of the reunion into the, the episode where they are relevant. Because, like, I want to talk about how his grandma's at the reunion. <laughs> yes! And how she, she talks about how, um, when, I think, what was it? Jeff asked her, when did she find out about it? And she goes, when you found out about it, which is so funny. Because, like, the guy mentioned this, like, she called, or he, they called her. That's what he talked they, about. Yeah, he called too. the family to, like, give their condolences, and she answered the phone. I just thought that was so funny. But that uh, was funny. I included on one of my, the the posts that I made for Fair Play, I included a picture of him and his grandma at the, the Cute! She just, like, like, <clears throat> I know that everybody can't have, like, the same energy as Johnny Fairplay, but she just seems way more, like, toned down. Oh, yeah. Than Johnny sure. Fairplay, I'm like, that's your grandma? I expected something, <laughs> like, some, like, a wildly outspoken. Yeah. Like, well, we don't know, or maybe she's just shy in front of the camera. True. <laughs> I'm going to keep envisioning her as a, as, I don't know, is she still alive? Probably not. No, she is. Is she? <gasps> yeah. Yay. She didn't look that old, but 20 years ago, I so. Know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I just. I mean, well, COVID reason, happened, so... So, the only reason that I know he's uh, she's still alive is because in 2020, he and his mom get arrested for, like, stealing from her, but, like, he stands by the fact that she's lying, so I don't know. So, there's some contention going on in the family. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I do have some other stuff about... Uh, actually, I want to read one more Funny 115 before I get into post-survivor Johnny Fairplay post stuff. So this is number 89. Um, this is actually from episode two, but I could not talk about it until now. Um, so this is number 89. John promises that Sanders not the winner. Um, you probably remember this confessional that John said. Okay, so I'll just read it. <laughs> uh, this one is short but sweet. In Pearl Island's episode two, John gets in a fight with Sandra, of course, and then goes to trash her in a confessional. He explains to us that Chandra will never get very far because she has he has special plans for her. He would also like to bet a million dollars that Sandra won't be the eventual winner. In fact, he even promises the, us this. Sandra isn't going to win Pearl Islands. Here are his exact words. We have bigger fish to fry first, but she's not one of the final four. Laugh. And I got a million that, or I think he says, I got a mill that says she won't be the final one. Uh, so... This is what... Uh, Almost verbatim what she says in the last episode. Uh, this this is, episode, sorry. Yeah, this is one of the, the all-time great Survivor confessionals for several reasons. Here they are. John inadvertently gives away the ending of the season. John, the main villain, ends up looking like a fool later on down the road, which is something all editors love. And John is extremely cocky and confident at all times, yet he has happened to he has just happened to name the one person who does win in the end. <laughs> um, when the editors saw this confessional come across the editing bay, they must have been peeing their pants in excitement. So wait, so we have this little weasel John who the fans are going to hate, and he specifically promises that the winner won't win way back in episode two, and we get this confessional dropped in our laps to play with. What's this, Christmas morning? Uh... So I always, uh, I always love that John named the wrong person in his confessional as the player who will never win. Uh, he could have named Rupert or Sean or Burton, and he would have named, or he would have just, he would have been just fine. But no, by the luck of the draw, he manages to name the one person who actually did win, and ended up being the best early season Survivor confessionals of all time. So that's the end of that one. I just wanted to throw that in there because yeah. I obviously couldn't give it away in episode two. But yeah, that's the. Three out of the four <laughs> funny 115s I have to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, we see John Fairplay leave. 
and that uh, Reddit popularity post, he ranked number 55 out of 575, so pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, he ranked 2 out of 16. Okay. So you can figure out who is eventual See, 1 yeah. out of 16. Um, yeah, and so according to that uh, 2020 Entertainment Weekly article, so he, was, he did do a quarantine questionnaire, um, and I did steal some of the answers from there. So according to that, he was living, so in 2020, he was living in Virginia and working at a, as a realtor. That is the most current information I could find about him. Realtor. Other than the fact that he is engaged. Yay, um, congrats. Yeah, he does have two girls, two little daughters uh, that he has with two previous wives. Uh, he's currently appearing on the reality show House of Villains, like I said earlier. Uh, and Lil and Skinny Ryan are the only two from the cast that he does not keep up with. Uh, Skinny Ryan, because he disappeared from the community, and Lil will not respond to any attempt of his attempts to reach out and reconcile. And he says, and this is a quote, Look, she has a right not to like me, but I have a right not to like her either. She took away the final chapter of Pearl Islands. She knew she couldn't beat Sandra in a final two jury vote, but she thought she could have beaten me. But Lil decided that she would be she would guarantee the winner by letting Sandra go to the final two. She didn't give the jury the opportunity to choose a winner. Lil dictated the winner by choosing Sandra. I think that's kind of crappy, but I also think that's why we have a final three now. So, I don't know. That's his take on Lil not taking him to the end. Hmm. Uh, he says his proudest moment is his grandma alive. Uh, he wants to... One of uh, his... Like, one of the questions was, like, if you could play with any other Survivor player, who would you want to play with? And his response was, I want to vote out Boston Rob really badly. <laughs> I, I, I want to blindside Boston Rob so I badly. I love that answer. Um, he really wants to play a new era Survivor season so his daughters can see him play, and I Aww. would love to see him come back. That's so cute. Yeah. Uh. Um, but so that's all I have for Fair Play. That's the end of him. Bye. <laughs> we do see him in another season, but that's quite a bit away for us, so we'll see him again one day, but not, not soon. <laughs> And we'll talk more about him later. I'm happy he's gone for now. Yeah. Goodbye, Johnny Fairplay. Talk about him in a few years. There we go. <laughs> Maybe I'll be cooled off. Yeah, we'll think fondly of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so now we're at night 38. So this has just been one full day, essentially, since we've started the episode. And we are, like, <laughs> we're 45 minutes into talk. Okay, we did uh, break to have personal conversation. <laughs> so I'm sure some yeah, of we'll we some of it out. So I'm on page 7 of 12 on my notes, though, so we've still got quite a bit. I'm on 12 of 15. Oh, my gosh. Um, what was it? Okay. Lil says that they're at the point where they're called the two soul survivors. Are yeah. they called that? I thought, I, is it a soul soul that's survivor? That's where Lil is showing her, I don't know how to play. I don't know what survivor is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where that came from, because, No. You're the one soul survivor, and Lily, you're not that anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. you're the sole soul survivor. <laughs> like, what does that mean, Lil? Uh, uh, but she does hope that she has more friends on the jury than Sandra. Yeah, which I say, LOL, yeah, right. But she would have rather had Sandra win than it's fair play, so. Sandra really did think she was going home. Yeah. I guess John really helped himself out by only talking about drinking, partying, and women, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that's all I have God. for that. And next thing I have is day 39, the <laughs> final morning. I know, but it's finally here! <laughs> <laughs> the oh. tank is clean. <laughs> <laughs> the sad, sappy music that was I playing. know! Okay, I do. <laughs> I have some audio because it was like too much. 
Um, yeah. But I think this plays after the jury speaks part. Is it? No, that's no, not because because... going off. It's all the same. Okay. Yeah. So Sandra says that nobody has voted for her yet, but she hopes to, to get some votes tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sandra's literally one vote away from having a perfect, like, game, essentially. It's crazy. Where, like, nobody votes for her until the tribal council, and if Tuana had voted for her, she would have had the first perfect game. And I think the only perfect <sighs> game, like, a female winner has ever had. Okay. If, if that had ever happened. I forgot to bring up the fact that I do love that it's two women, and because yeah. I feel like the ones that I've seen, I'm trying to remember if it... If there were two women. But, I mean, I have a terrible memory, so. No, because I think you've only seen Final Threes. Oh, right! Yeah. Yeah! And in Philippines, it was Redacted, Lisa, and Denise. And then in Korang, it would have been Michelle, Aubrey, and Ty. I like Ty. Anyway. And in Boston Rob's case, it was Philip, Boston Rob, and Natalie. <laughs> Philip went that far? Yeah, because only one person voted for him, so... Boston Rob was smart to take him there. And it was Ralph who voted for him, and he spelled it F-I-L-L-E-U-P. That's my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite things about that season. <laughs> he spelled it Philip. <laughs> Ralph's one of my favorite people on that season. Because I hate that. I would hate that season. It's one of my least favorites. I'm not looking forward to covering it if we ever do. <laughs> That's really funny. It's just the... Boss and Rob steamroll season. Yeah. Essentially what it is. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah, the two of them say goodbye to their camp. Well, before that, Sandra makes Lil a necklace, which I thought was kind of sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah she's I guess like, I missed that part. Yeah, she was like, uh, it looked like she was doing some kind of like, like a braiding or like yeah. some kind of like thing. And um, she said it like matches the uniform. It was Aww. really sweet. That's it was cute. really nice. She's so, a nice person. I love Sandra. <laughs> Sandra thinks that the votes will be close, which I thought was crazy. Yeah, she really didn't think she was going to win. It's crazy. Which, yeah, just makes her seem humble, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she's not cocky. <laughs> when, okay, so when Sandra and Lil hugged and stuff during this part, I just feel like not that long ago, I remember Lil just, like, bashing on Sandra. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, she so, kind of does it at the, fin- or at the tribal council. Yeah. Too. She does, but also I feel like she is really, like, flowery about Sandra in this episode. Mm-hmm. So it was really weird for me. I'm just like, I know this is just a game, but I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Will's weird, though. Truth. Um, yeah, so they say goodbye to their camp, and they head off. And they, that's where the sappy music plays. Um, I will say I was disappointed that they didn't burn their camp down. <laughs> I was waiting for it because I, I remember you saying that, and I was like, "Are they gonna burn it? And Wait, are they gonna burn it?" Burn their camp down. So I'm surprised that she didn't. Oh, that would have been so fun. Maybe it's because they had to, they had to go buy so much shit that they're just like, "We are keeping that." <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, okay, so next we have what they call kind of it's called like the jury speaks section. Yeah. Um. I don't remember. I feel like this happens in some capacity every season. I don't know that every season, every 
like jury member actually gets to say something though. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I kind of I wrote down what a little bit what each of them said. I didn't go into like detail. I, I just in these moments I just write down word for word what they say just so <laughs> if like we have a question about it yeah. I can just reference it. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess okay. Some I didn't necessarily write word for word, but for the most part I, I editorialize a little bit, cut out some words, but <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah, so Rhino says that he doesn't feel good about having to make this decision. Yeah, that would be a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I do think that he just doesn't totally respect either of their games, which is sad, because I feel like Sandra could have done a better job at representing what she did in the game, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, I know. The show did an okay job of showing it, but... They talked about coattails a lot, though, so... Yeah, but what I liked some of her, I liked her answers, for mm-hmm. sure. I just feel like she could have done a better job of, like, saying, like, I did this, and, like... This is, you know, I was a bigger part of this game than I appeared to be. So. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's all I have for Rhino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tawana says that Lil has evolved so much over 39 days and has some great relationships. And then she also says that Sandra's ability to be blunt and honest and not get voted off was impressive. And I think she was just jealous, honestly. Because <laughs> I think that's yeah. what, I think that was kind of a, not a dig at Sandra. I think it was more of a dig at like everyone else where it was like, oh, so Sandra can do it. But if I do it, like you guys are just going to vote me out right away. Because mm. she did. She tried to like take over a vote and yeah. then just voted her out. True. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So that's how I saw that. Mm-hmm. I get, I get what you're saying. But uh, yeah. And then Burton says that everyone has lied and backstabbed. Backstabbed. And wants the two of them to own their game and mm-hmm. be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said earlier, Lil doesn't do a great job at. Um, Krista says that they are the two unlikeliest <laughs> to make it to the end. And we're the underdogs, in her opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandra would have been voted off first of the Drake tribe. And Lil and the Morgan tribe. But they both made it to the end. And I was like, did everyone forget that Lil did get voted off? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I and guess like, you could have brought that up a little bit more. And in like this the moment. whole idea, like, oh, Lil should have been voted off first. Like, she didn't get voted off first, and then she did get yes, voted off eventually. Exactly. So it's like, okay, Krista, you're not really making any sense. Um, you just want to like do a little dig, like you guys were not looking good. Yeah. And somehow you're here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so Dara, she's crying. She's so emotional. But I, I feel, feel so like bad. it's probably like within like. 24 hours. Oh, yeah, it's raw. Yeah. It's still so raw. I, that's why I feel so bad when she talks about how, like, you know, being that close. Like, yeah. You could just tell it really was hard for her. Yeah, but she didn't follow through. <laughs> yeah, she said she's going to give it to him. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. It sounded like I mean, giving her anything. To but I feel like when I was typing down what she asked, like, it does sound kind of like, like, so tell me how you got here. Like, I want to know how you got here. It's like, yeah, how we can be interested. So. Like, it wasn't exactly how maybe we expected it, but I, I'm also like, ooh, get him. <laughs> get him, Dara. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, Rupert, this one was the weirdest one for me. Uh, he says he hopes Lil and Sandra are appreciative and the jury is about to make one little mob on a millionaire. I hate that word so much. I know. But the sentiment <laughs> of like making their family's lives better, I did make me yeah. really happy. I just want to point out that Sandra is not a housewife though. Yeah. She has a job. Does, and <laughs> she does Lil have a job? Did Lil have a job? Actually, yeah, I think so. Why, I, I read somewhere that like Lil worked for some like eyeglass company and she like got to represent them in Thailand or something like that and like Fun. got to like help kids, like, in need who needed glasses and stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. Sweet. Yeah. I feel like 
I feel like Rupert, like, this is just maybe my projection of how much I love him, but, like, I don't think he meant it in, like, the, like, as an insult. Like, oh, no, and I mean, this is like, 20 years ago. Yeah. It's different now. Right. But, like, for me, I was just like, I hate it when people say mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, little mama. My pendant came in today, or that necklace. Oh, yeah. Like, but it'll be nice. It's cute. <laughs> like, that's what I kept telling myself. Yeah. Maybe it changes when you have kids. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I'm not like that. Though. I mean, I'm not having a kid, and I, I don't, I, I kind of changed on it, but mm-hmm. I, don't I would never wear it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, can I have, like, a diamond pendant? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and then Fair Play with his 70s porno stash and afro <sighs> combo. It was uh, so good, though, for, like, a wrestler. Like, I was like, yes. Now yeah, put on some, it. like, pleather right now. And you're like, Like yes. a unitar with the long straps. Uh, yes. I was imagining some, like, ah, uh, you know how, like, some of them will wear just, like, the bottoms and no top, but, like, maybe, like, yeah. a vest. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind okay. of what I was imagining. Like, uh, Sean's vest. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're not Sean. Who was, was it? Did he have the vest or was it? Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. It was a Savage who had the vest. It was Austin. It was Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's funny because I just imagined it was some buff guy in it. It was Savage's suit, but yeah. it was Austin's vest, yeah. I was that just imagining some buff guy in it. <laughs> it could have been one of them. Skinny fair play, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Savage's inside out suit vest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he says that the strongest player made it mm. as far as he could and he he won't play fair at tribal which is true but we don't get to see it unfortunately yeah i know i rewatched that before we like started recording like that portion of it and it's way like toned down yeah i can't even from what i've heard actually happened well and when you were talking about that earlier like when i was watching i was like i just i don't see anything like that yeah it's so tame i know i was looking for it but apparently they had to pause for like and like let her compose herself so what I'm talking about is, I told Marlena this earlier, that, like, in Tribal Council, Fair Play was a lot tougher on, on Lil, like, made her cry several times, so they don't really show that. Yeah, he does not feel they deserve to be there, so he, he really wants to let us know that. Yeah, but now we go into Final Tribal Council. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. This one. is where I comment on his terrible mustache, even though I did see it before then. <laughs> I think this is the part where my hands really started to get cramped. Uh, because I was trying to type what they were saying so fast so I could keep up, but I had to You don't pausing. just pause it? I did, okay. but I didn't want to have to pause it because I was, like, getting tired of watching it, to be honest, because this is my second watch through and it was a long episode. Yep. So I was like, I don't want to have to pause it because that means I just that's that much longer I have to watch it. I know, it took me, like, 15 minutes to type up a two-minute section, and I was like, this is torture. It's brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so Jeff explains how Final Tribal Council works. Mm-hmm. The, I'm, this is the only time I'm going to say this during this podcast, because going to forward, I'm not going to explain how Final Tribal Council works. <laughs> so, the final two must convince the jury to vote for them, and the person with the most votes at the end wins the game. <laughs> so, that's how Final Tribal Council goes. Um, each jury member will get to go up and ask their questions to each of the players. And then I don't know if in real life they have like a time limit or how mm-hmm. long it goes on, but we see just a condensed portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but each of the players gets to start with their opening remarks. It's kind of like court. 
No. Yeah. You yeah. opening remarks and you closing yeah. remarks and you have to get drilled by the the jury. So, yeah. Uh, so Sandra opens with her uh, hello. <laughs> I love her. She's so cute. She is. Uh, and she says that she was a great team player, always helped out, and was always available for a vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lil opens with how her strategy was to work hard and be kind, and that many people told her that they would take her to the final two, and they all turned her back on her, and that she thinks she stuck to her strategy of just being Lil. Although she, I feel like she goes back and forth on that, where she's like, oh, I was just myself, and she'll be like, this game turned me into someone who's not myself, and I'm like, which is it? Were you yourself? Were you someone else? Like... I That's why to, you didn't get any jury votes, because nobody else could understand. Yeah. Well, and, okay, the reason I was surprised at the end when T voted for her, like, T made a face during this section. I need to get a picture of it, because, like, it just kind of... Because was this, was this the part when she was talking about how, like, how it was later when she talked to some of her tribe mates would just not do anything, and she would keep doing stuff, yeah. and they zoom in on, like, T and Lil? Is this T and D? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, is that during this part, or... I think so, or maybe it was during one of the answers. Because I did right here that her opening was terrible. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, she just, like, I just don't think that she seemed likable in any of the things she said, and, like, that was why I get so confused when, like, I don't want to go up against Lil. Yeah, I didn't understand any of that either. Sorry, I know I'm just, like, saying the same thing and just, like, beating a dead horse. It's just, like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I mean, maybe one day we'll be able to ask somebody on the jury what they were thinking, but who knows? There we uh, go. Okay. So, vision board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one day we'll interview someone. Yeah. Maybe it'll be Rhino. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, perfect place to start. Because he's Sean. Sean. We love Sean. <laughs> we love Sean. Um, okay, yeah, uh, so it starts with Rhino, um, and it goes in the order they were voted out in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rhino goes up there, and he... Is the only person to mention the fact that Lil got voted yeah. out. <laughs> uh, and Lil responds that being an outcast wasn't easy, although rebuttal, it was easier than being on the tribe. Um, yeah, and he says, like, you were out for ten days, and she's like, out for eight days? Like, she's like, let's not be dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Two days on a, in a hotel. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then Rhino asked Sandra if she wrote any coattails, and this is one of the answers that I like that she gave. Uh, she ref- she refutes, and she says that any uh, she made an alliance with Rupert and Krista, and Rupert was pretty much gone by, like, the beginning of the merge, so mm-hmm. how could she have written his coattails? Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. And I like how Krista backs her up later, but we'll get to that. Um, so that's all I have for Rhino. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. Uh, next up, Rupert mm-hmm. asks Lil if she was ever truthful to him. Uh, and she says everything was honest until Burton told her to vote for him. And he <laughs> says that that isn't specific enough. And that she says that when they're talking about... Or, and then she responds saying that when they were talking about personal stuff. Um, and then... Which is just like, well, duh, Lil. Yeah. I hope you're being honest about, like, Why your you family. about that? Yeah, like, that's not what he meant. <sighs> and, it, yeah, I think they... Jeff is like, that's all you're going to get. Uh, and then Rupert asked Sandra if she knew if she knew who was getting voted off. And this he is seemed really hurt. Like, he was like, did you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, she says no, and she said that she voted for John because she was mad at him. <laughs> she doesn't even remember why she was I mad at know. him. I love that. Um, She's so great. <clears throat> and then she reminds Rupert that she had a bad feeling, um, and that he didn't listen to her, which is true. Like, she, she had it on her radar that mm-hmm. there was something up, and he didn't listen to her, so... 
I like her some of these responses. I think this is the the next response is the worst response that Sandra gives in this whole tribal council. What told you John has always been a snake? Or you mean like the when oh, T No, I'm talking about Tawana. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was yeah. like, I think we can all agree that uh, <laughs> oh, John's yeah, John definitely been a, snake. a snake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I feel like almost everyone's called him a snake at this point in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all I have for Rupert though. I don't know if you have anything else to add. Nope. Yeah. So this is where Tawana comes in, the only person to vote for Lil. Uh, she asked each of them to give one reason why the other person didn't deserve to win. And Lil asked Sandra to forgive her. I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> Sandra gives her permission to say something bad about her. Uh, Lil- <laughs> it, was, it was cute. I love I, I just love Sandra. She's so funny. And yeah. I feel like it's effortlessly funny. <laughs> yeah. She's just, yeah, herself. I yes. Love. Uh, Lil says that Sandra could be mean and disrespectful at times, and that she would ride coattails, even though we already went over this. Uh, and she <laughs> called Lil an MFR. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Sandra says that Lil put every person on the jury and reminds Rupert and Chris that she didn't vote for him. So that's where, that's where I'm like, okay, saying that Lil put everyone on the jury is actually kind of like points for Lil, so that's not like a great argument. Because you're saying that Lil was the one who was like strategizing and putting everyone on the jury, essentially. I I guess I just saw it differently. I was like, being like, yeah, remember she put you there. Remember who did it? To be fair, too, because like even Tawana says at the reunion, like that is why she voted for Lil because she felt like Sandra actually gave her a reason to vote for Lil. Which is, that's how I saw it. Okay. Um, and then I also, I think I told you about this earlier, but in an interview that I, I was listening to with Sandra, one of a more current one, she said that she never thought about using the fact that Lil got voted out as a reason that she didn't deserve to win. Which is, like, that should have been the only reason. Like, that should have been her driving, like, argument. Mm-hmm. Is that I was here the whole time, Lil got voted out, and I'm still here. And then add on to it that she put all of you on the jury because she (laughs) made the votes work. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) she could say that she lied about putting you guys on the jury type of thing. Like, she lied to your faces and then put you out there where, like, I didn't lie to any of you about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that she could argue that. But arguing that Lil put you on the jury is kind of, like, a. I think that's, like, a positive for Lil, in my opinion. I disagree, and that's okay. <laughs> well, you want to vote other people out and get to the end. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, why would you? Why would you purposely want to put people on the jury that already don't like you? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I agree with yeah. that, but I don't think Sandra made that clear enough. Oh, okay, well, because <laughs> I saw it that way. <laughs> like, if she had argued it that way, but that's not how she did it, and that's why she didn't win Tawana's vote. Um, oh, okay, but she won the rest of the I vote, know, well, so <laughs> she didn't get the perfect win. So oh. you know. <laughs> Just saying, that was the only that was the only answer that I didn't like that came from Sandra, to be honest. So, but that's all I have for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Krista tells Lil that she said sorry too much mm-hmm. and invoked the Boy Scouts and wants to know if that was a strategy. Um, and then Lil argues that she didn't lie until Rupert, which is not true because she also lied to Savage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Savage isn't there, I guess, so she can get away with it. <laughs> right. Uh, and she realized then that she wouldn't win without lying to people, uh, which is like, yeah, so it took you a little bit too long to wait to realize how to play the game. Uh, and then Krista asked Sandra to reveal one of her best schemes, and Sandra said that when she brought Tawana into the woods to hear the boys strategize at night, which was, yeah, one of her biggest moves for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot for Krista. Mm-hmm. 
Burton asks each of them to rate themselves on survival techniques. Sandra says five, and she said that she thinks she would find food, but admits she probably starved to death, <laughs> which is probably exactly how I would do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lilsa seven, because she can make fire and get water because she's a scout. <laughs> God, she talked about water. She just kept talking about water, and then Burton's like, okay, yeah. I get it. Good thing she didn't mention anything about, like, fish hooks. <laughs> yeah, goodness. <clears throat> they, yeah. Wait, how many Morgans are on the jury? Uh, Rhino, there's T, Rhino, T, and Dara. Dara. Yeah. Is that it? Three out of the five, yeah. Oh. Savage didn't make it and Austin quit. True. Before. So, yeah. The people that, the only people that would be truly hurt and affected <laughs> by that. <laughs> yeah. I do think it's kind of interesting, like, how big of, like, a narrator Savage was. And he just doesn't, like, he was that close, but he doesn't get a say in, like, who the winner is. <laughs> yeah. It's a little delicious, but. Yeah. It is. Yay. Second, like. <laughs> Like Johnny Fairplay getting his come up and yeah. then this <laughs> Andrew Savage. Yeah. Um, so that's all I have for Burton there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dara wants to know honestly how they each got to the end. And Sandra says she stayed under the radar and was always willing to be an extra vote and cut whoever it was as long as it wasn't her. Uh, and Lil says that she was non-threatening and followed some alliances and broke alliances and that she followed some and made some of the decisions herself. So um, it's such a non-answer. Yeah, that's a very Dara answer, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Sandra, like, says her quote, like, everybody had other fish to fry as yeah. long as it wasn't me. Like, yeah. I I just love it. That's She said it so many times. <laughs> but it, it's her it strategy. Works. It works. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we finally did have uh, Fair Play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked Jeff if he can vote for none of the above, <laughs> uh, which is mean to Sandra. Uh, he asked Sandra how she feels she did representing Puerto Ricans and how Lil feels she did representing the Boy Scouts. Which was just like, he just wanted to comment on, like, you are not, you have no integrity, you are yeah. not loyal well, to Well, I think that Lil. was a segue into his tirade against her. So, but I feel like missed. he just had to come up with something for Sandra, and it was just like, yeah. you were Puerto Rican and... <laughs> <laughs> what, was it on Survivor? What was the other thing? Uh, I don't know, probably being a mom or something. Yeah, for Sandra, I think you made an attempt to represent Puerto Ricans. How do you feel you did? Yeah. <laughs> and Sandra thinks she did well. Yeah. <laughs> she says she didn't do anything and nobody else is doing, and being a Puerto Rican means looking out for number one. Yeah. So. I, like, it was essentially like, you lie, I lie. I backstab, yeah. I get backstab. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And she did. Mm-hmm. She had her downfalls, but she made it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil says that she wouldn't want to be representing the Scouts. The game goes against everything being a Scout means mm-hmm. and doesn't feel like she did a good job representing the Scouts. And that makes me think that she just didn't know what the game was going in. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad that she felt like she, like, just didn't do a good job of representing the Scouts. When, like, in the end, like, you see all of, like, the people in her troop, like, all the, like, the boys and that are yeah. in her troop, like, cheering for her. And I'm like, and I think well, if like, if she had owned it, it she would have had a better game. Yeah. Like, if she hadn't cried so much. Yeah. If well, she had just, like, stuck to her guns, she would have had a better game. Yeah. But. You really should have just not led with the, the troop lead, the Scoutmaster thing, because yeah. you I agree. She didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know this game because, yeah, you, I don't think you would have led with it. Yeah. Ugh. But, yep. Um, so that's the end of that. Like I said, we did get, we did miss some chunks of fair play yelling at Lil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have our last words next. 
So Sandra says that she played the way she knew how, being authentic, and that helped her get this far. Um, she's surprised to be at the end, but she's happy she made it to the end and she thinks she deserves to win. And Lil says that she would have never worn her scout uniform. She thinks she has honor and integrity and that she thinks that what she did, uh, she, she did what she needed to stay in the game and she tried to learn the game along the way. Uh, yeah, and it's time to vote. You got anything before we go into that? No. I don't have too much on the vote. Um, just that we see Rupert vote for Sandra and T vote for Lil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jeff takes the votes and walks all the way to CBS Television City. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why they have a gap in between, because Jeff has to walk all the way there. Yeah, <laughs> and they showed you him walking for a while. <laughs> they have some fun ones. I think I told you that my favorite one is he, like, goes off on a jet ski, and then they, like, show him, like, jet skiing into, like, the Long Island Harbor or oh something God. like that. Because they swap it off. They don't, they don't do these live anymore, but for the longest time, they would go back and forth between... Uh, Hollywood and New York City. Mm. Um, sometimes they would be... I don't know if you ever watched The Late Show with David Letterman, but sometimes they would film in the same theater. Oh. I just recognize it from that. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My grandfather used to watch that show every night, so I watched that show a lot growing up. Mm. Um, yeah, so he walked all the way to the Hollywood, California, and he did change his shirt. He did. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. Uh, Much Lillen. more dressy. <laughs> yeah. Lil and Sandra are waiting uh, by the jury, and Lil just looks like a cleaned-up version of the Lil we saw at Five. Yeah, you can tell she did her hair. Yeah. Oh, and Sandra does have like a like a nicer version of her. <laughs> oh my god! I know. I got so excited <laughs> when I saw them show like everybody what they were wearing. That they were just like wearing like either the same thing yeah. or like a cleaned-up version of this thing they started with. I got so excited, it especially that like that monochrome like sad yeah. Sandra. I love it. <laughs> Um, Jeff says it's Mrs. As Long As It Ain't Me and Mrs. I'm Too Nice in the final two. <laughs> um, yeah, and he gets right down to it and reads the votes and Sandra wins six to one. So. I was worried they weren't going to tell us, like, like how many votes that oh, yeah. Sandra got because, like, they just said she won. And he's like, <laughs> I feel like, like, and the final vote will remain a mystery or whatever. No, I think if Will had gotten any more votes, they would have, like, showed her. They would have shown all yeah. the votes if some like, I think they usually do. If somebody, somebody else gets multiple votes, they show all of them. And they try to make it dramatic. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, okay, so that's really all I have for the rest of the episode. I do have one more funny 115 that yeah. I didn't really know where else to throw it in other than at the end here. So it's number 18, Sandra's Potty Mouth. <laughs> Just throughout the season. It's a short oh. one, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's kind of long. I'm going to cut out some of it, though, because they were she refer, or he refers to another winner, and I don't want to spoil anything. Um, okay, I'll come, out right, uh, I'll come right out and say that Sandra is my favorite female player of all time. I know that will surprise a lot of people, since I said that about uh, Tina was my favorite for a few uh, for years, but over time I have realized that you just can't beat Sandra Diaz twine. Well, sure, you could beat her if you wanted to, I suppose. But if you did, odds are Sandra would probably beat you right back with a stick. <laughs> and then she would swear very loudly while she was doing it. And it's never... And that's a never-say-die. You fucked me. Now you uh, now fuck you, motherfucker spirit. That's made me realize Sandra is my all-time favorite. There has never been another woman on the show who entertained me quite as much as she did. Uh, no, I'm not saying Sandra is the best player of all time. I'm just saying she's the most entertaining. Although I would rank her in the top five female players of all time. Uh, someday I will write a column explaining why. Oh, I forgot to add, uh, Sandra is number five out of 
the 575 mm. players. Nice. So she's ranked pretty high. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> she's her, amazing. Yeah, for her Pearl Islands play. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so, yeah, she's not saying that, that blah, blah, blah. Uh, I will never forget our introduction to Sandra on Pearl Islands. She got the very first confessional of the season. She was sitting on a rock by a beach, and the first thing that came out of her mouth was, Oh, shit. <laughs> and honestly, that's my favorite opening confessional to ever start a season. Uh, because not only was this quote funny and expected, but it came as an excellent warm-up for the language that would be coming out of Sandra's mouth throughout the Pearl Island season. Um... Note, I've always been impressed that the producers picked Sandra as the confessional to open the season. I mean, out of all the larger-than-life characters in Pearl Islands, they chose Sandra over John and Rupert as the first player they would actually hear speak. And I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that she was the eventual winner. I think it had more to do with the fact that the producers loved Sandra's potty mouth so much, as, or as much as I did. Like me, I bet they found her language funny as hell, and I bet they got a big kick out of her as they did um, out of any of the players, even Rupert, and that's why they chose to have her open the season. That's my theory, anyway. Uh, so Sandra Diaz Twine, a 29-year-old mother of two, and she gets to open the season with her now-famous quote, and that wasn't the only good moment in the season premiere, either. Sandra's ability to speak Spanish got the Drakes a lot of valuable items in the Panamanian fishing village, and by all measures, she was probably the MVP of the Drake tribe in, the, in episode one. But the swearing quote is the moment I always remember. And that's the moment that I think people should remember when they think Sandra in episode one. Her famous quote came out of nowhere. It started the season off with a bang. And most importantly, it set the tone for what, become, what, we, what we would come to expect as Jeff Probst would, la would later call her. The lippiest mother we've ever had on the show. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, so here's the thing. I don't have a lot of things to write about Sandra for this, uh, this spot on the list. She doesn't have a lot of memorable quotes. She never went on a long soliloquy for the cameras, and she never had a great there. She never had any great scenes where she did something special. So I don't have a whole lot of pictures or quotes or screen caps that I can show you for this particular entry. All I can say is that Sandra's liberal use of the word shit, fuck, ass, motherfucker never killed, never failed to kill me when it came out of her mouth. She would throw those words around so casually that. Uh, she, like she was at a cocktail party. I would have to constantly remind myself that she was a mother of two, and I'd have to constantly remind myself that Sandra is actually somebody's mom. And that means she was cast to fill the exact same demographic as some, or, well, as somebody else. I'm not going to say because it's kind of a spoiler. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of it. Like, he basically just talks about how Sandra's the most out there mother we've had, I guess, in that archetype. I love her. But, yeah, she's fun. Um, yeah, like I said, she ranked 5 out of 75, uh, number 1 for the season. Uh, and we do see Sandra again. She comes back and she plays three more seasons. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely be talking about Sandra again. It's not for a while. She doesn't come back until season 20. Okay. But we'll be talking about her again. Yay. Um, and then the last thing I have... Thank God we're almost done here. <laughs> We've been talking forever. Yeah. Two hours in. Um, yeah, so I have confessional counts. Uh, Sandra ended the season. She had nine this episode, and she ended with 54. Second out of the... She had the second highest out of the whole season. Actually, nope, that's not true. She had the third highest. I forgot. Rupert had the highest amount of confessionals this season <laughs> with 59. I believe it. Um, Fair Play him. came in second with 58 there. He had six this episode. Lil had nine this episode. She ended with 50. 
which I think puts her like fourth or fifth. And then she had more than Dara, and she was gone. <laughs> okay, yeah, Dara had two this episode, and she had thirteen in total. And I just want to say <laughs> that on this season of Survivor that we're watching, we just made it to final ten, and the person who left had like thirty confessionals. <laughs> Wait, in what in the season we're watching now? Yeah. <laughs> so the final ten. All of the final ten, um, the lowest confessional count right now in season in season forty five is seventeen at the final ten. <laughs> Dara, I know. Where it's were so you? Sad. How did you last so long? It's because nobody could understand her. Yeah, <laughs> she was just misunderstood. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that, those are my notes. We're done. We did it. Survivor Pearl Islands it was fun. But my mouth hurts. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm love you, Pearl Islands, but I'm happy to move on. We've been on you for a minute, so yeah. I'm excited to talk about the next cast. We're going to be talking about Survivor Borneo, which mm-hmm. is season one. Um, it's a really fun cast, so I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, uh, we'll be coming out with a cast assessment next week. Where mm-hmm. We'll talk about their bios, their archetypes, who they are, how they're going to fit into the season a little bit, and then yeah, we'll be watching the first episode of Survivor ever. Yeah, which is going to be interesting. I feel like I am about to watch... Um, like a piece of history. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, like, since we've been talking about the, the prequel Hunger Games, I feel like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the prequel. <laughs> the prequel to Hunger Yeah, it's the first ever Hunger Games. We just watched the quarter club. <laughs> it, it was really weird reading the Hunger Games <laughs> and watching Survivor. Like, yes, it's it so weird. Like, my brain could... Like, at some points, I had to remind myself that, like, the person getting voted off wasn't going to die. <laughs> they're not going to kill the person who yeah. got them. And I'm like, you don't have to be so stressed out because they're going to be okay. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I read the series, like, over the summer. Yeah. And I was like, I just kept thinking the same thing. I was yeah. like, this is I just so want to clarify that, that we've, we're rereading The Hunger Games. We've yeah. We've been the yeah, first yeah. time at, like, 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both read them when they came out, I think. I did. I read them a very long time ago. I read them when I was in high school. Yeah. And I have continued to read them because I love them. Yeah. So, yeah, we just did a re- <laughs> reread and... For, well, anticipation of the new movie coming yes. out. Yes. So. I'm so excited. So, this feels like my... The, the Ballad of song birds and snakes or whatever i'm just gonna call it the prequel movie (laughs) yeah i don't like to address it by its title (laughs) it's too many too many words too many words she should have known better and it doesn't even have like a good like acronym because yeah it's like she did so great with the first three titles they were catchy you could remember them and they were short (laughs) and you could call it the hunger games the first one the second one the third one or the prequel yeah that's that's essentially what it is Yeah, so I'm really happy nobody's getting murdered on these these episodes, and um, we are going to try, I think, and do maybe not, like, episode by episode, but, like, a a recap more regularly of the new season. Yeah, hopefully soon. I mean, we have Thanksgiving coming up, so it's going to be a little hard this week. But maybe it'll just be, like, two to three episodes instead of six. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You still have to watch the most current one. Mm -hmm. I know. We have lots to talk about. But that just came out yesterday. Yes. I forget what day of the week it is. I watched it this morning. Thursday. So. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost thought about watching it last night because, like, we stayed up kind of late last night because I get, like, an adrenaline rush after choir sometimes. Mm, nice. <laughs> so, like, I was, just, I was, like, 1230 and I was like, oh, I'm still up. And I was like, I could watch the episode right now. And I was like, no, I don't want to 
to stay up until two. <laughs> I really, really did want to watch it, but I didn't even make it through the opening credits. <laughs> it was right. passed out. It's a good episode. It was, I think, one of the, my favorites of the season. The okay. auction is just a lot of fun, though. I can't so, wait to see it. Yeah. It'll be good. <sighs> but yeah. Right. Um, That's a wrap. Yeah. You can reach out to us via email, keepdiggingpod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram. You can find us, Keep Digging Pod, at the things. Um, you can watch along with us, Paramount Plus. We're going to be starting season one of Survivor. Mm -hmm. So keep an eye on that. We're going to get better about posting now that we're yeah. both much healthier. And, and we're going to keep working on keeping the pod fresh and yeah. trying new things. And, and, like, we've just had some, like, just changes going on. So hopefully this will be good, like, in terms of scheduling, too. Like, hopefully this yeah. will just, like... This will be good. So we're excited to jump back in and keep digging. And yes. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, uh, happy holidays. I think yes. this is our last one before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Happy belated Halloween. <laughs> um, happy belated fall. Yeah. It's almost Christmas season. It's almost Mariah Carey's. I'm oh, she's defrosting. She's she defrosting right now. <laughs> so it was Michael Bublé's oh. slowly coming out of his cave. <laughs> Just checking to see if his shadow's there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, we are excited, and we hope that you keep listening, share with a friend, rate, review. Yeah, and, yeah, just keep digging. Keep digging. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit, wrong button.